Hey guys, this is episode four of Tumbling Podcast of Flesh. I'm Corey's Crypt. This is BDG Reviews. Alright man, so let's get into it. Uh yeah. got quite a bit of news here. What yeah. um the first one I wrote down was this Suspiria remake, you know the one with Chloe Grace Moretz and Tilda Swinton. Yeah. Did you hear this thing's getting released uh, for three hours long? Wow. Um, that's like longer than a Lord of the Rings movie and everything. That's, that is. That's, that's kind of crazy. That's too long for a, a, a horror movie, man. I, I, I don't know, because, I mean, you got stuff like The Wailing that's nearly nearly three hours, and that, you know, that just flies by. That's so, true, but... The Suspiria story, though, I couldn't imagine that for three hours. I I don't know how they're going to do it. I really don't. And I mean, honestly, Suspiria has always been more... Let's be honest. It's a a better visually than it is story-wise. Definitely. That's what it's famous for. Yeah. I do think the cast they chose, though, is really good for it. Chloe Grace Moritz, I mean... I like her in things. I really do. I really do. Yeah. I mean, I really didn't like the Carrie remake, but I liked, obviously, Let Me In. and Yeah, I actually didn't mind the Carrie remake, simply because, you know, she was in it, and it seemed to work. Yeah. You know? I'm just, it, I it just don't just... dig the Carrie story too much. I know. It, I always find it kind of, I don't know, like one of the weaker... Stephen King stories? Yeah. Yeah. I, what's weird is, I like that uh, double feature that Scream Factory put out Oh, better with, than uh, any release of yeah. any Carrie movie in history. I like, I like the made-for-TV movie better than any single one in the franchise. Yeah, and I even I mean, like I, the Rage too. Yeah, I thought the Rage was interesting. I always, you know, I always kind of wish. I don't know. It always feels like it was another movie, and they said, you know what? If we put this into the Carrie verse, oh, I'm sure it was. I'm sure you know, we we can call it Stephen King's. You yeah. know. Yeah, I, I thought it was a pretty decent movie. Yeah. You know. And I'm just, yeah. I always love, like, 90s made-for-TV stuff and just... Oh, yeah. Stuff. Yeah. Yeah, I'm kind of excited for this. I hear they're, uh, uh, like, touring around a some kind of newly print of Suspiria, the original. I've heard that, yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm hoping it comes somewhere close to me in Florida. That'd be cool. Yeah, I wouldn't mind seeing it either, but, you know, honestly, I'm probably going to wait for the Blu-ray. You think they'll I'm, release I'm, the ori- Oh, yeah, Synapse has been uh, yeah, talking yeah. about that for a long, long time. Yeah, I'm I'm sure we're going to get a release of the, like, the new scan that they got and everything, and um, I, I don't know, I'd, I'd like to see it in the theater, but when I think about what we get around here... Yeah, you know, um, I don't know if there'd be a big call. Yeah, for I don't Suspiria. think it's gonna come to Florida either. I think I looked at the dates and there wasn't one. Yeah, it tends to be always like go to like the the really big cities, like go Chicago to LA, and New go York to Chicago. And stuff. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, man. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm really waiting for that Snaps release. But Snaps is one of my favorite companies of all time. But they really take their time releasing stuff like yeah. they were hinting at that violent shit collection yeah for a hell of a long time <laughs> they've been hinting at that since like 06 07 yeah so it's kind of like it's 2017 and we just now finally got that so yeah um 
it, it's one of those things. In one way, it's good because you know they're probably going to try to do the best they can. Oh yeah. If, if they're spending that amount of time to get something out, but then again, there's you know. Well, you got Synapse's business model too of releasing a sixty dollars steelbook, keeping yeah. that there for half a year, and then finally releasing the single disc version for twenty or whatever. Yeah, see, I always find that kind of annoying. Yeah, like, I want popcorn, I want, uh, well, the other ones, like, uh, Tenebrae and stuff have come out, but, like, popcorn, that's still only available as that really expensive steelbook. Yeah. And then Synapse will lie straight to your face, and they'll be like, we don't plan on releasing this as a, remember they were doing that with Tenebrae, and, uh, Yeah. There was another Dario Argento film? Yeah. And they were sitting there saying, uh, you better hurry up and get the steel book because that's all we're doing. We're not doing a single release, and everybody yeah. went out and bought the steel book, and then all of a sudden the single release comes out. Yeah, and then there was uh, their release of uh, Demons and Demons Two. Yeah, and they still have the steel books for all of them because yeah, people now realize that they're gonna release the single version. So why pay sixty when yeah you can get it for fifteen? You know. Well, I guess the one thing with the Demons ones is they. Uh... You know, the they didn't really port over any of the features onto the single disc. Yeah. They were just literally just the movie, you know? Well, to me, that's good, though, because I feel like if you are a super fan of it, which to me, Demons and Demons 2 are all right. I'm not, yeah. I'm not crazy about them. But if you're that big of a fan and you want to pay the $50, you should get a little something extra, you know? Oh, definitely, definitely. I mean, I don't think you should I don't think the $15 disc should have everything. No. The $50 but, disc, but I, I wish can't help the film think, was released right alongside it, you know? Yeah. I can't help but think it would be nice, you know, with a little bit of stuff. Yeah. I mean, I mean, you know, like in today's day and age, you know, well Demons was uh, 2014, but still, you know, even then, a bare-bones disc. Yeah. You know? I I was thinking of picking them up, but then I saw they had no features on them. Like, screw this, I'll just get the the ones from Britain that have, that are loaded with features. Yeah, and And, and they're still cheaper than the Steelbooks? Yeah, they were about, I think, uh, eight pounds a piece, so... Wow. Ten, eleven bucks each. I really need to upgrade to a region free player, man. It's definitely worth it. They're not always cheap. No, I but, know that. I'm um, expecting to pay 150, 160 for one, probably. Yeah, I, I tell you what, though, it, if you're a movie fan, it it pays for itself within within six months. Yeah, I definitely need to because there's certain movies I want to upgrade, like Martyrs, for example. Yeah, I still have the old DVD. It's one of my favorite films of all time. Oh, yeah. You can get it on Blu-ray in the UK for 10 bucks, and then there's yeah. not even a Blu-ray release over here for it. I know. I know. There's and, so many movies and, like that where, for yeah. some reason, they don't have a Blu-ray over here. I know. I, I don't get it. I really don't. Like Candyman. Yeah, I mean, why the hell hasn't, like, Scream Factory someone picked up Candyman? I don't get it. Well, Scream Factory did release the second one because that is um, MGM, I think. It is yeah. MGM. Where yeah. Candyman 1's from TriStar Universal. Yeah, but you would have thought someone would have picked it up. I, know. I mean, I have the British Blu ray of it. Yeah, and so do it, I. The and region, it, and it, the UK yeah. one? Yeah. It looks good, but you know, there's, you know, that's a movie that deserves, like, the features special and new features. Yeah. 
Yeah, definitely. And unfortunately, just didn't get it. I actually have, um, I actually have a the the bootleg of the old uh, special edition that came out a long time ago. Oh yeah. That had like the commentary on it and stuff. Yeah, that's you my know? favorite special features on anything is a commentary. Oh. Yeah, that's it. If you put a commentary on something, honestly, you can leave off pretty much anything else. Definitely. And I'm happy just with a commentary, usually. Yeah, that's all I want from a director. Yeah. Or I want yeah. a commentary of somebody who was like uh, like a guest person who has had a big role on it, you know? Oh, yeah. Like, I'd like to hear, like, an Ozzy Osbourne commentary to, like, trick or treat or something, you know? <laughs> that would be interesting to say. Like, wouldn't <laughs> be able to understand to a word of it. it. Yeah, yeah, he's in it for like two seconds. Yeah, and you wouldn't be able to understand a word of it. <laughs> you you, they'd, they'd have subtitles for it and just be mumble, 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 oh, mumble, mumble, Sharon, mumble, mumble. Fuck. Well, if, well, if you look at like Takashi Miike's commentaries, you can't understand it. You got to read it. Yeah, definitely. Dude, my biggest pet peeve, man, mm-hmm. is no subtitles on movies. Oh, that's so annoying. Well, I we'll mean, get more into that, but did you, I don't know if you checked on Child Eater, but it didn't have it. Yeah, I would have I would have loved some subtitles on that. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's the sort of thing. I mean, I don't want to say it's like lazy production like of the discs or anything, but I mean honestly, how much trouble is it to subtitle a movie? I know, it's one of those things where you know the director and them have probably seen their movie 50 times, so yeah. It's one more time to watch it and type down what you're hearing, you know? Yeah, and I, and you know that a bunch of them will have, uh, they'll already have the the audio sync and everything for when they did, when they sync together the audio and the video. Yeah. You know, so they could just, like, sync it that way or something, you know? I, I don't know, you or know? You know what drives me crazy, too, is I, last night I watched the uh, Burial Ground Blu-ray mm-hmm. from Severin. Yeah. Do you have that or no? I don't have it, but I've, I don't know. I've heard good and bad about it. Yeah, I mean, it's the movie's not really that good at all. <laughs> but regardless, it's still cool to have. But what I yeah. was bringing up with that, though, is uh, the subtitles mm-hmm. are totally different than what you're hearing. Oh, like yeah. The English dub, like, the the actors doing the English dub, they'll add all these words, so... Like, the subtitles will say, hey, get over here, and then what they're saying on the screen is, like, hey, Michael, run over here really quick, and they'll keep going. It's like, well, where's all that dialogue, whatever. Yeah. Well, I always remember when they first released uh, Let the Right One In over here in um, Canada and America, the first Blu-ray release of it has dub titles. So they've essentially, they've, they've just dubbed whatever the dub says, that's what they've dubbed, but... You know, there was a big outcry about it because that wasn't what was in the the original movie, and it wasn't what was in the you well, know what was in the, the original movie. Would that have? Uh, I wonder if it it, it, would it have makes a difference. well over to America though. It translates, and you know, it, it does it fine. But there's there's a difference, and essentially, it almost seems like the Blu-ray was trying to like dumb it down. Yeah, I know what you mean. You know, and and I hate that. I hate it when people, like, when companies seem to think they have to dumb stuff down for the audience. Yeah, I know. Because we're not stupid, you know? If anything, we're kind of smarter than those people, because it's like... Oh, yeah. 
Yeah, yeah. a lot I know of we times. Went, we yeah. went into that last podcast about how these execs think. Oh yeah. They know what's better for everything. Yeah, it's like seriously, really. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, this next piece isn't really news. I just kind of wanted to get your thoughts of it. What do you think of that new Predator sequel coming out early next year? I have some high hopes for it. Yeah, I'm always excited I, when a new Predator movie yeah. comes out. The first Predator was always one of my favorite movies. Oh, it's awesome. You know? I, I and, love Predator 2 just as much, if not more. Yeah, Predator 2 I always found fun. You know, I, I found it actually a bit more fun than the original. Yeah, it's... I, 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 found, I like the whole city aspect of it. It was a really neat idea. Yeah, it you felt know? more comic book-like. Exactly. Comic books. Exactly. You know, and I actually didn't mind Predators either. Oh, I like that one too. You know. I love that I, Easter egg in Predator 2. You remember where you see the alien skulls on the I know. On the walls when, of the ship? When I first saw that, I was like, oh yeah, it's going to happen. It's going to happen. And then, you know. We you did know, end up getting was it, it in like, Eventually. <laughs> yeah. About 20 years later. Um, and it was PG-13, unfortunately. But. Yeah. But still, that alien scene at the end, though, made it worth it to me. Yeah. Well, I tell you what, I always liked the second one. Uh, uh, alien vs. Predator Requiem? Or Requiem. I, I liked it just for the fact, name another movie where you get a chest blister coming out of, like, pregnant women. Yeah, that's awesome. You know, but that it has the was so dark, though, like, I'm that's, talking about, like, literal yeah. lighting-wise. I know. It, well, it's a very dark... Like, in the scene dark. where they remember when they break into that school pool, pool. Oh, you can't yeah. see what's going on or nothing and i know it's but i do like some of the scenery like where they're in the woods yeah and the beginning with the uh chest bursters and stuff yeah i dug that part when um it was showing the predator homeworld oh yeah just just for you know those few little minutes of it it was just something yeah that was really you cool. know it was like you know, they're not just, they don't just appear, you know, they have an actual civilization somewhere. Well, yeah, well, if, you know? I, I always read the comic books, so I always knew they had that Yeah. whole thing. But I also like in Predators, you remember where they, like, look into the horizon? Yeah. That, just the look of it. I can't yeah. describe it. It's almost like, it was like a pinkish or something. I don't know how to, it's been so long since I've seen it. Yeah. But I remember them all looking in the horizon, and it looked kind of cool. Yeah. Yeah. I thought Predators was a decent movie. It was one of those ones I always expected there to be a sequel to it. Yeah. And you it know, and good, I... Uh, I like the whole... Uh, who was it? Robert Rodriguez? Yeah. Well, well, he's kind of, like, awesome anyways. You know, pretty yeah. much put him in charge of anything, and it'll be you know, good. You know, Spy Kids movies are kid movies, but... They're still yeah. somewhat enjoyable because he yeah. just knows how to have fun with his... That's the thing. You never take his movies seriously. No, that, that's true. And that's... Uh, it seems to be the way, like, to go about it, you know? You know, him and Tarantino are the perfect team. Like... They are. Both of them Honestly. Are, yeah, they're just perfect, but... Yeah, you know what's weird, man, is... When I heard the new Alien was coming out, I didn't mm. get all that excited for some reason. Like, it didn't... I don't know. It didn't hype me up too much. It, it nowhere near as hyped as I am for a new Predator. No, well, then I don't again, know why you know, that is? But I look how many aliens there have been. 
yeah, exactly. I think you what know? it is is look and, how many shitty alien movies. There yeah, are. that's definitely the thing. Where Predator, I, mean, I, I guess you can consider. A lot of people consider Part Two crap, but I love Part Two. So, yeah, I find Part Two. I, I don't find it as good a film as Part yeah. One, but I find it a more like, like I like I said, like a fun film. And you got to give it up for Arnold Schwarzenegger. I mean, oh, definitely. It just. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, yeah, if someone was going to fight, like, an alien, you know, it was going to be Schwarzenegger. Yeah, you go from him to Danny Glover. I mean, you obviously got to pick Arnold. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> I, I always thought they should have done something more with his character. Who? Which one? Arnold. Oh, yeah. You know, because, I mean, there's, like, this a very brief, like, passing mention of him in part two. Yeah. You know, but, like, I think it would have been interesting to have seen more of his character. Like, you, you know the Gary Busey character in Part 2? Yeah. If that had been Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yeah, that'd be cool. Yeah, I'd you tie know. Tie it in it somehow. Yeah, or, like, he, even if he was, like, even above him. Yeah. You know? Uh, I think it would have been neat, you know? Yeah. The Again, the thing with Predator is also, um, and Part 2 really sort of showed this, you know, the fact they've been, like, coming to Earth for, like, many years and, like, in different time periods and everything. I'd like to see a Predator that takes place during the Old West. Yeah, like, in different time settings, like, maybe, uh... Yeah. Like, the George Washington days or something, like... Yeah, that, that would be cool. in the Revolutionary War or something. Oh, yeah, and, and have it that, you know... When they when they come down, for example, they see okay, these people are using like these low tech firearms. We won't use our laser our cannons. like our laser cannons. Yeah, we'll just do it all by hand. Yeah, you know, because I mean that would make sense. Yeah, that would be cool. Like kind of yeah. like a uh, Assassin's Creed of Predator. Yeah, that would be awesome. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Well, tell you what, that's what they need to do. They need to make an Assassin's Creed game of Predator. <laughs> yeah. Dude, they need Take a all new the Predator mechanics. game in general, because uh, yeah. they keep doing the Alien game and the Alien vs. Predator. Yeah. And then the last Predator game we had, remember, was for PS2, that Concrete Jungle? Yeah. Yeah, and, and let's be honest, it wasn't super great. No, but back in the you PS2 know. days, I thought it was yeah. great. Yeah. I, yeah, I'd like a proper Predator game. Yeah. You, know, you know what? Like, you know how they've done with um, Friday the 13th? Yeah. Which I'm super glad is getting as much love as it is. So am I, definitely. If they were to do a Predator game like that, where you, you know, oh, basically, where like you would be the Predator and there'd be like everybody people, else is aliens. That either that or make or even make them human, and make it that they they have to try to take you out. You but know, you like have do the, ex- the other make abilities. It the exact same model, exact same thing, just that replace campers with soldiers and then Jason yeah. with a predator. Yeah. And then just have the maps be like a city or a jungle or Yeah, that, that would be so cool. I know, man. Dude, that would be awesome. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and and also, I what, what, another thing I always love about the Predator movies is you get skinned people. Oh, dude, and spine rippings and stuff. Yeah. I I always find something I always find that skinned people is just plain disturbing. Just the wetness, you see? 
Yeah, all, like all of it, you know. And I mean, the like the times it's been done. Really, it's been done in the Hellraiser movies. Was done in Martyrs. Was done in like Dread and Predator. And honestly, that's really about it. I can't really think of any more. Can you? Um. Yeah, I can't. I can't think of any. No, and and For honestly, some reason, I feel like though. Oh, you yeah, you just mentioned Dread. Never mind. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, you know, it's the sort of thing like um it's it's a really creepy well, I don't know whether you've ever seen it, but there's a a comic of um the Joker. And it's just called Joker by Brian Azzarello, I think. And in I that have it, I have it, yeah, yeah. It's yeah, real you, skinny, it's thin. It's like Yeah. And you know the scene I'm talking about, right? At the strip club? Oh yeah, yeah. Where the guy comes out and he he's been skinned, that's just yeah. it's just such a creepy like Oh, yeah. I haven't read that book in a while, but I do have it actually. Yeah, I, I love. I, I I think that's a great comic. I really do. <laughs> you know, I was. What's weird is I wasn't expecting much just because how short it was. Yeah. And the thing was still like twenty bucks, but I really did like the cover and everything. But yeah, yeah. I was really happy after reading that. I think what I loved about it is that it was the the art was gritty and realistic looking. Oh yeah, definitely. And they modeled yeah. it after Heath Ledger. Yeah, I thought that was cool. Yeah. You know, that was that was just, uh, like, and then again, also, it was dark. Yeah. You know, not just, like, like drawn dark, but, like, it was a dark story. Yeah. And yeah. I love that, you know? It, it's something you should see more of, definitely. Yeah. I mean, I don't do a lot of superhero stuff, but anything yeah. Batman I definitely am down for. Yeah, I love Batman. <laughs> yeah. Well, let's get to the next part. Uh, oh, one more thing I wanted to bring up about Predator before we moved on. Yep. I think the one thing to me that makes Predator 1 better than 2, because I think Part 2 is a funner film. Yeah. But Part 1, I love all the cast members. Oh, yeah. Like, you know, the one Indian-looking guy or who was like, ha, ha, ha. He's like yeah. laughing or whatever in yeah. the jungle. Yeah. I like that. Then you know that super black guy or whatever, like he's super yeah. dark. I know the guy you mean, yeah. Yeah, he was something the guy that stabs the uh, Yeah, exactly, yeah. 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 Whatever then, happened to him? I don't know. I actually I mean, think he died. We used I, to I see so much of him back in the day and now you, you don't see him. He was like freaky anymore. looking. He was so black his eyes and teeth stood out. He, he had one of those faces. Yeah. You know, I I've said it before, you know, like Back in the day, like in the 30s and 40s, you had these people who had, like, this quote-unquote, the face. Yeah. It was just something really unique about their look, and and he had it. Definitely. And then, you what, know? did you have, was it Jesse Ventura? Is that who yeah. played uh, the yeah. dude with the Gatlin gun spraying, mowing down the forest? Yeah, that that was awesome. I just love the, I ain't got time to bleed. <laughs> I just love that, and he's kind of like, okay, yeah, sure, go go for that, yeah. Yeah, waste I, all that I, uh, money on bullets, you just wasted mowing it all down. I know, mow, mow down, like, the entire forest, and then it's just like, we hit nothing. Yeah. It was like, wow. <laughs> I'm going to have to watch that movie again, but I wish they'd put out a quality Blu-ray of it. I know. Like, the um, Blu-rays suck that they released for that. Yeah, I mean, I have that, like, Ultimate Hunter edition or whatever. Yeah, but the picture and quality on it's disappointing for a movie it, of that it, stature. It looks like it's been covered in Vaseline. Everyone yeah. looks greasy. Yeah. 
And, you know, it's the sort of movie with the age of it and everything, they need, that needs grain. Oh, definitely. You know, just up, up the, up the picture size, if you will, leave the grain, give us a nice print like that, you know? Yeah. I think a lot of people would be happy with it, you know? Yeah, definitely. This, yeah. uh, the next piece of thing, though, it is Shark Week. Oh, this, yeah. This is going on, so, uh, before we talk about this, <laughs> are you a big fan of Shark, not Shark Week, but Shark movies, like these sci-fi asylum movies, like Three-Headed Shark Attack or Shark I Exorcist? I love them. Yeah, me too. I, I love them. They're, they're so horrible, yeah. usually, but they're just so fun. There's some that do impress me, though, like a Jersey Shore Shark Attack. and Oh, like yeah, that. yeah. Well, I always liked um, Sharktopus. Oh, definitely me too. I love that. Just for that, just for the one reason, the guy on the radio, send your virgin. Sharktopus demands our virgins. <laughs> I thought that was hilarious. Dude, they make so many of. It's kind of bittersweet though, because it's one of those things where I remember when sci-fi actually yeah. used to try, like when they actually yeah. used to put out good movies, like the Pumpkinhead sequels and. They put out like Cube two and three, just yeah. stuff like that, like Scarecrows. It's kind of like, you yeah. know, they weren't good movies, but they were at least somewhat trying. Yeah, now they they've realized, you know. Well, after they rebranded them themselves, turning it to S Y F Y. Yeah. But regardless, the whole point of the news thing though is, are you checking out Sharknado five? I I'm going to yeah. <laughs> Honestly, I love Sharknado. Yeah, me too. I think they're fun as hell. They are, and you know, it's just there's, it's again, it's one of those things. They know exactly what they are. Exactly, and isn't it weird that like if Tara Patrick plays in anything now, yeah, it'll probably say Tara Patrick from from Sharknado. Sharknado? Yeah, yeah. (laughs) I I always found with her, she has dead eyes. Yeah, she's a. I think she's just plain. Just yeah, I don't know. I nothing mean, special. I, I remember I saw her back when um, uh, Alone in the Dark. With the, uh, Christian Slater? Yeah, the Uwe Ball thing. It was a... Yeah, I remember it. Yeah. I remember seeing her in that, and I was thinking, like, you know, it's like, open your eyes, woman. Yeah, I can't even... I don't know. Just, she has these dead eyes, and I, I don't know. She was, yeah. I, I mean, I remember I saw her in... Uh, American Pie, but yeah, that was a whatever. I mean, she yeah, was good and, for that part. I mean, dumb blonde, yeah. so whatever. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Whenever I think of Sharknado, though, my favorite scene in the whole thing, I think it's in part three, where he's standing on top of the bus and he has oh. the giant ass chainsaw. And yeah, I remember the uh, oh, what? What is it? I'm trying to remember, does he, is he stand on the bus and he, like, slices it in half or yeah, something? Like, and then there's the one where he jumps through the air and oh, he has and ju- the chainsaw yeah. going and it just Well, I tell, I tell you what, I can tell you the scene in the first Sharknado movie where I was like, I love this movie. And that was right at the end, you know, like, the, the girl's been eaten by a shark. He jumps into its mouth with, with a chainsaw and he gets her out. <laughs> and this is, like, half an hour after she's been eaten. Yeah, and she's still alive. And I'm like, oh, yeah, like, they know what they're doing. Yeah, they were so dumb, but yeah. it's crazy to think they're already on the fifth one. 
I know. It's become like a legitimate franchise. I know, and it's weird, too, because it's like they've been putting out shark movies for years and years now. It's yeah. like, what about Sharknado blew yeah. up? Like, why didn't Piranaconda versus fucking yeah. Robo Shark get big, you know? I think it's just, you know, you hear that, Sharknado, and you think, sharks crossed with a tornado. Yeah. And then you Damn. have all the guest people in it. Like, remember, uh, I think Al Roker and the other ones from the <laughs> yeah, movie show. Yeah. Was... Oh, yeah. I, I think it's just, you know, they're just, they're fun movies. Yeah. No, I want to, uh, what's weird is I don't own any of them, so no. one of these uh, days soon, I'm going to, I want to pick them all up on Blu-ray. Yeah, well, you know what happened over here, right? What? They released parts one and two on Blu-ray, yeah. three on DVD, and four on Blu-ray. I wonder if they did the same thing here, because I actually haven't even looked into it. Yeah, I mean, I know, I know America do have a Blu-ray of part three. Oh, okay, because I know but, we have a Blu-ray of Part 4, because it was just in Best Buy not too long ago. Yeah, you know, but yeah, but over here, for some reason, we don't have a Blu-ray of Part 3. Yeah, that's weird. It's really weird, because they all come out through the same company. Yeah. So you would think, you know, if they've gone to the trouble of Part 1 and 2, unless they thought, you know, part, they did Part 1 2, and then they thought 3 wasn't going to be anything, and I don't know. Yeah. They need a box that comes with, like, all of, uh, all of them, and it needs to be shaped like a, a tornado with sharks in it. Yeah, like a bus, like a disc bus or, something. or something? Yeah. Like, you know that uh, Funko Pop they did of Sharknado, where it was just yeah. a clear tornado with a shark in it? Yeah. They yeah. ought to do something like that, just bigger, and at the base of it, that's where you'd put the discs in or something. Or oh, you'd slide the cool. case into the bottom of it or something. They need to go completely over the top. I'm talking like beyond like the Terminator arm. You know? Like it's they, a they, tube, like you'd see it like some scientist lab just, with an actual yeah. tornado that forms in it. <laughs> that would be awesome. <laughs> you know, just something completely over the top. And you know what? They need something where, where like a limited edition that costs like $700. And it comes like, like here, we will send you like an actual shark yeah, somehow. Man. <laughs> yeah, man. Oh, man. Yeah, I, I That'd love... That'd be a sure way to lose your money if uh, you oh, decided definitely. to bake those. Definitely. Definitely. Um, this is someone yeah. was like, well, how do we lose a ton of money real quick? Well, we make special edition Sharknado statues. Yeah. Well, the, the funny thing is... They'd probably say, sell out in two that, days. But, but they would, yeah. Then, of course, though, you know, when it comes with, like, shark stuff also, there's, you know, they can... They, you can make genuinely scary shark movies, you know? Yeah, I didn't see but The Shallows yet, but... The Shallows is awesome. Really? I, I actually got that for a dollar. Well, I'm going to have to check it out, because if I watch shark movies... Good. Yeah. If I watch shark movies, I I like the dumb ones more than I, yeah. I like the... Actually, I mean, I can't even think of the last freaky shark movie I saw. Yeah, the last one I saw was uh, 47 Meters Down. Oh, I heard that was pretty good. Yeah, and I, uh, apparently they're doing um, Open Water 3. Yeah, I heard that. And, and essentially... <laughs> Essentially, it's 47 meters down. It's the same story. People stuck in a shark cage. Wow. 
Yeah. But that 47 so, meters down, I'm, yeah. I didn't see it in theaters. I'm waiting till it comes out on disc again. And I say yeah. again, because remember they had it, direct a video, pulled it all, and then decided yeah. to release it theatrically. Yeah. I thought it was a, a good, like, you know, scary shark film. Did you actually go to the theaters to see it? Yeah, I went and saw it in the theater. I I thoroughly enjoyed it. Oh. You know, um, I, I don't want to give anything away because, you know, the ending is, it, it works really well with the movie. But if you even mention one part of it, you know, you kind of can figure out the ending. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but it's, uh, it was, it was a good movie. Definitely. Yeah. There's still so much I need to watch though, before I move on to something like 47 meters down. Yeah. It's kind of like at the bottom of my list, you know, but I'll get it to it eventually. Yeah. That's what I love about movie collecting is so much stuff coming out. You'll never really run out of. Exactly. Exactly. And also, you know, um, it's only an 87-minute movie. Yeah, oh, three to 47 meters down? Yeah. Is it weird, though, that I get, I like it when a movie's shorter? No, I mean, I, I, like I dig short movies. it's an movies. hour 20 minutes or something, I, like, get excited because, you know, it's going to be I, brisk. Yeah, exactly. That's the thing. You know, you can't make a dull, short movie. Yeah. You know, it, it, I don't think it's possible. Yeah, it's one of those things where... But on the other hand, if it's something you really loved... Oh, then then you want it longer. <laughs> like, could you imagine the wailing scaled down to like a hundred, like an hour, 17 minutes or something? I it could see it, but it wouldn't effect. work. No, it wouldn't have the impact or anything. Yeah, we're going to have to do that movie soon. I love that movie. Yeah, it, that's, that's one hell of a good movie. Yeah, I know we went into that in detail last show but uh yeah that was one of my favorite if not it was one of my favorite movies of last year yeah and it was one of those ones that came completely out of nowhere yeah no i I really i heard people talk about it for maybe a weekend yeah and and then that's all i heard about it yeah you know i i i heard a few little rumblings that was it i think the reason why is because it's on well go usa i mean yeah. <laughs> Besides, before Phantasm came along, like, who ever talked about Well Go USA? I know. Remember I know. When, remember before the Phantasm set was announced, everybody was uh, wondering, because remember it was, it was known the Phantasm set was going to happen. Yeah. Remember everybody was, like, wondering who it was going to be. Was it going to be Scream Factory because they had already released Part 2 or yeah. Arrow yeah. or whatever? And then it was yeah. like, no, well, Go USA is releasing it. It's yeah, like, and there was, Who? and it was, yeah, it was kind of like there was like, like all like the, the movie fans in the world just kind of stopped for a minute and were like, yeah, just shocked. Wait, like what? It's like I would have thought, you know, like Severin or something would get it before, well, Go yeah. USA. Yeah. And then even to this day, well, Go, have they even released an American film besides Phantasm? Not that I know of. They're like an Asian company. Pretty much, yeah. Pretty much everything from Olgo is... Um... And it's like martial arts stuff. Like, The Wailing yeah. was one of the only horror things yeah. they've ever released. Yeah. But it, that's it, saying something, though, if Wellgo USA's two horror titles is The Wailing and Phantasm. 
Yeah, that's track record, yeah, man. That is definitely enough to where if Wellgo was to release another unknown horror movie, I'd snatch it up in a second. Yeah, I agree. I mean, uh, they're they're one of those companies I think that you now you need to keep your eye on. Oh, definitely. Where before it was just kind of they're there, they do what they do, but now it's one where you actively check their website every now and then, you know. And yeah, but what's weird is they're back to releasing Asian martial art movies. Yeah, it's like um, wouldn't you think if your Phantasm set sold out that quick, people are that hungry for them, and you already got to reprint DVDs? Why not just yeah. focus more on horror? I mean, doesn't that yeah. say something if your martial arts movies are ending up in big lots men's? Like, maybe yeah. pull it on that stuff and go with the horror, you know? Yeah, yeah. But, hey, I don't, I don't run the company, so whatever. No. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yeah, this next piece of news, which to me, it almost makes me want to roll my eyes at it, even, mm-hmm. like, reading it, is James Cameron. Did you hear? Or, yeah, James Cameron yeah. says he wants to make a new Terminator trilogy. Yeah. Um. Am I the only one that thinks maybe it's time to hang the uh, Terminator hat up, you know? The thing is, like, Terminator movies, they're always the same. Yeah. You know, I mean, what else can you really do? Now, admit it, you know, if anyone's going to do a good job at making a new trilogy, it's going to be James Cameron. Yeah. You know, because he did the two best in the series. Right. Um, but the thing you know, is, though, how old is James Cameron getting? I know he's he's getting he's up there, sixty or something. It's like, dude. Yeah, the and thing he is, still don't has. Don't say like, you're gonna do a trilogy if there's I know. a good chance you're not gonna be alive to finish the trilogy. You know. Yeah. Like I can't. Well, it's the sort of that. thing. I mean, uh, and and let's be honest, he has like two more avatars coming out. See, I'm even I'm good on all those, man. Like. Yeah, you the, know. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. It's just don't, it doesn't hype me up. Like, the no. this Terminator, I feel like it should hype me up, but it's like... See, I don't even have a huge problem with the quote-unquote shitty Terminator movies. Yeah. But they're just... It's been done to death at this point, you know what I mean? Yeah. Honestly, it's, one of my favorite Terminator movies, not not counting part one and two, was Salvation. Yeah. Because I, because it was just something completely different. Yeah, it was something we never saw. And then Genesis was a big letdown. I mean it was okay. It was. But it was a it was definitely a letdown. What and did I, you think of the television series? I didn't see an episode, but I am really curious. I see them cheap as hell everywhere, so they're worth picking up. Yeah. I, 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 I've, just, I've seen them on Blu ray brand new for like ten bucks a season. Yeah. So pick them up. They're they're, they're pretty decent and it gives a a bit of a different twist on everything. Yeah. You know? And um, it's the sort of thing... It, it went in a very different direction. Yeah. And which, which no, proves cool. that, you know, it, it can work going in a different direction. Yeah. And I, if, if he does another trilogy, like he says, I hope he goes in a different direction. Definitely. Maybe another time. I mean, there's not really much another time you could do though that's the thing it's like you either got to do it in present day or you got to do it in the future when it all went down what i think would be interesting if if you were to do something like 
how can I describe this? Like, focus on another family besides the damn Connors, you know? Oh, yeah, definitely, that's for one. <laughs> but one thing I, I would think is they always do it, you know, Skynet comes on and right away destroys everything. Yeah. I would have it, you know, Skynet comes online, and then for a good 15 or 20 years, it's running perfectly. Yeah. And it's being used in the military and everything. And it's during this time that it decides, you know, we, we need to wipe out all these, like, people. We need to it, well, just be a machine. Well, perfect time to release something like that. Because did you hear uh, something about these scientists had to shut down the artificial intelligence they were creating because the artificial <laughs> intelligence were creating their own language? Did wow. you read that? I didn't read that, but no, that's... No, it's like big news. Like, I went on Yahoo to check my mail, and it was like, uh, something to do with Mark Zuckerberg or something. They were f yeah. making some kind of artificial intelligence, and it started creating its own language and conversing with other electronics that we couldn't decipher or discover what the hell it was talking about, <laughs> so we shut it down. Yeah, that's see, that, freaky, that, man. that sort of thing is something that's genuinely kind of scary. Yeah. And See, it, something and, like that would go you know, good with this Terminator thing, you know? It's... Oh, definitely. The thing is, you know, what i got to be honest. What I don't want in another Terminator trilogy, I don't want Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yeah, he, he needs to hang it up. I mean, he's awesome. I love him. One of my favorite actors yeah. of all time. I, no one could have done it better than him. No. But at this point, let's stop embarrassing the man, you know? Yeah. You know what, <laughs> you know, you know what could work, actually? Go with that plot line that I just said, you know, like where you... Uh, it's going good. Yeah, it's going good and everything. Make it that, like, the main military guy is Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yeah. Or and the like idea is... I would like to have a movie of just the black dude. I don't remember his name, but remember the guy doing Skynet? Remember in Terminator yeah. 2? She and, yeah. You know, the Sarah guy that, like, Connor made it stuff, yeah. Like he, he, was, he was like, a neat character. Yeah, like... I forget his name, but you know what I'm talking about. He is. Yeah. Um, oh, I keep wanting to say Dyson. That is Dyson. Yeah. Exactly. That, yeah. I'd like a movie more of his side of it. You know. Yeah. I mean, because it's the sort of thing. I mean, when you think about it, like, it isn't realistic that something would go online and then right away, like within like a split second, decide yeah. to kill everything. Yeah. You know. I always think, like I said, I think you know it'd be a good, you know, fifteen, twenty years. Where it would be slowly learning. Yeah. And while it's learning, develop essentially like a disdain for humanity. Yeah. It would make it would make more sense, you know? Like maybe, yeah, something like that. Or it just gets disgusted at the human race for the stuff we look up and all that, you know? Yeah. Like you if know, there's people that look up crazy porn, how to kill somebody, how to get drugs online, like just gets disgusted yeah. with the human race and decides yeah. to terminate us all. Yeah, and if you had an AI just, just watching all this and just kind of like, like, how long would it take a person to become disgusted? Yeah. You know, and then you got like an AI, you know, which is... um. And then you'd have to think about the AI would know everything illegal, would know every loophole between everything, because they've seen every, all of it, you know? Oh, yeah, yeah. And then, you know, it would you could do something and start out small, do something like with the, like the, the deep web, yeah. you know? Have something where things are going on there, but it's actually Skynet doing it. Yeah. Oh, you know? Or, like, you know how on the deep web, how you could, like, hire somebody to kill this person? 
Yeah. You could, like basically get a hit, an assassination if you wanted to. Yeah. Do it to where you think you're doing it on the dark web, but it's actually Skynet and Skynet sending Terminators out to kill the people and stuff. That would be neat. Yeah. You know, it, it, it would be something different again, you know? Yeah. And, and you know... Unfortunately, though, I think it's going to be more of a same old, same old, hey, is, is John probably. Connor there? Yeah. <laughs> I'm it's looking like, for John Connor. Like, damn it, John Connor should be dead by now. You're not I my dad, know. Todd. <laughs> <laughs> that, that was good. That yeah. was really good. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> no, I love that scene, though, just revving the motorcycle. Oh, You're yeah. Not my dad, Todd. And then he just... <laughs> driving away blaring guns and rose he was a um, badass though in that movie actually oh yeah well it's the sort of thing i've always kind of liked him as an actor me too he kind of fell off i mean you know he was badass yeah i mean hell, cemetery you know, I, too honestly i even liked him in um the night of the demons remake yeah me too and he was in you a know? brain scan yeah yeah you know um the thing is you know when you see him now he still looks like himself. Yeah, he kind of has that Macaulay Culkin effect, though. Yeah. Because he, yeah. he was another child star, and he was a big thing. Remember, he went into, like, some kind of grocery store and took off all the rubber bands on the lobster claws and was letting them all, he was, like, hot yeah. or something. Yeah. Well, he was, like, he started doing weird stuff like uh, Macaulay Culkin would. Yeah, I mean, I guess that kind of goes with the territory when you're, like, a child actor. Yeah. You're going to fuck up. I mean, when the cameras are following you during your teenage rebellious years, it's going to be bad. Well, at least um, it wasn't like, uh, what's his name, Uh, Haley Joel Osment. I mean, he he just got kind of fat, you know? That that guy annoyed me for one reason. His first role was, of course, in um, The Sixth Sense. And then went on to AI and uh, Secondhand Lions. He won an award for... Um, for the Sixth Sense. I forget what award it was, but he was giving his little acceptance speech. He's like, you know, this is like a highlight of my career. And someone said as a joke, aw, he thinks it's the beginning of his career. Well, <laughs> you know, yeah. he, still think he, he still thinks he has a career. Well, he <laughs> it was, was like, playing a few yeah. movies, but what's yeah. weird is, remember, I didn't hear about him for the longest time. And I remember yeah. I saw the trailer for Tusk. Kevin Smith's yeah. Tusk, yeah. and I'm looking at it, and I'm like, is that that kid? And I'm like, <laughs> no. And then I'm looking at it, and I'm like, wow. So yeah. that's him now? And this yeah. is what he's playing in now? Yeah. And I'm like, wow, that's, I mean, it's cool. I like Kevin Smith, but that, I was shocked at that. Yeah. And remember, you've seen Tusk, right? Yeah. Remember his role was a podcaster? That's <laughs> what he was in the movie? Yeah. And oh, man. <laughs> but yeah, that's about. I am getting a little terminatored out, but I the one thing yeah. I I'm getting real excited for is that 4K Blu-ray of it. Yeah. I have so many editions of Terminator 2 though. Like, yeah. Remember that red cased edition they put out two or three years oh, ago? I like that edition. Yeah, I love that. I love the cover too with him kneeling yeah. down or whatever. A very simple cover, you know. Oh wait, no, that was the Terminator One. What am I talking about? Yeah, yeah, that, yeah, was, that the, was Terminator One. Wasn't yeah, it? yeah, I'm tripping. No, but the thing with yeah, Terminator well, they... 2, it didn't have a good transfer, if I remember right. Like, it was like Predator, where it was just a really mediocre yeah. transfer. 
they did one the Skynet edition. That had yeah, a pretty that's the one I have. Transfer. That thing's loaded with tra- features too. Yeah, and it has like the th- like two or three cuts of the movie on it as well. Yeah, no, but yeah. I'm picking up the 4K edition just because. I mean, in all seriousness, that is one of my. F- I say this a lot, but that really is one of my favorite movies of all time. Oh yeah, it's well, it's just you know, epic, man. It's, it's a classic, isn't yeah. it? And also the, the the version with the arm has dropped in price too. Really? It's now only a hundred and fifty dollars. <laughs> only if it drops to one twenty, I'm sold. Yeah, because I, I mean it it looks really cool. I know I do want to get it though, man. I am probably gonna jump on it just for my regret of that uh, Terminator head, you know. Yeah, which is now four hundred and fifty. <laughs> yeah, so I am going to buy this because you do know this is going to be five hundred years down the road, right? It's yeah, going to be the same kind of thing. It is definitely. That's what I'm I beginning mean, to learn. Anything big and special edition like that. Yeah. Like there's one thing I kick myself over for not getting all the time, and that was uh. Oh my god! Oh, the Die Hard. Um, oh, the one in the, the big like tower. the building. Yeah. Dude, that was like 50 bucks at FYE for a long time, and now I can't find it. And That was a beautiful set, man. Yeah. I dig stuff like that, you know, like the the special editions that give you stuff and everything. Yeah, well, remember they had to do with Planet of the Apes for a while? Remember they had that season yeah. bust? Yeah, yeah. And I don't know if you remember this. You remember The Strain when season yeah. one came out on Blu-ray? Remember oh, with, it was with a, the head? Yeah, it was a bust of the master. Yeah. That was well, sick, you... man. Did you ever see the, they had a DVD set of the uh, Alien Quadrilogy from Japan. With the egg? No, it was it was a, a full-size, 1-1 one, one scale Xenomorph head. How much was that thing? It was, I think it was about like four or five hundred dollars. I was about to say, you, yeah. That... You'd have to take, you took off, like, if I remember right, you took off, like, the, the top of its head. Yeah. And the discs, like, fit in the head, if I remember right. Oh, that'd be sick. It looked awesome. It looked yeah. so cool, you know. Um, but it was just so expensive, you know. I know. I love to get a. It's one of my like bucket list items. I'd love to get a one one scale bust of the Xenomorph from the first one, where you see the skull, the skull in the it, translucent yeah. head. That's so eerie to me for some reason, you know. Oh, definitely. Well, honestly, what if if I had the cash, I would buy one of those. You know the the life size full-size xenomorphs you can buy oh yeah and and you know people put them in like museums and stuff yeah i would buy one of those wow and just like have it sat somewhere uh, just in the corner the of living, the room scare the living crap out of my cat whenever he came down he'd be like ah what the hell's this thing <laughs> yeah that's funny i went to the fye in my mall here the other day and uh they now sell life-size full-scale uh Real story. There was one of Batman, the Ben Affleck Batman. Oh and it was yeah, like almost, yeah. It was almost. I mean, I'm six four, so it wasn't taller than me. But I'm yeah. I'm really tall and big. But yeah. this thing was almost as big as me. Like the thing looked. It was freaky looking at it because it looked so life size. Yeah. Realistic. And there was one of Harley Quinn. I've seen the Harley Quinn one. Have you seen the Deadpool one? Yeah, they have that one too. But they wanted yeah. twelve hundred dollars for it. I know, and it's like it's worth it, but I don't got twelve hundred. Yeah, part part of you is like, oh, I'd kind of like that. (laughs) And what's weird is that is a lot of money, but for some reason, I would have expected a life size thing like that to be more than twelve hundred. 
Yeah. Seeing as I'm how on... the alien heads go for three or four hundred. Oh yeah. Oh, have you seen those new uh, the one one scale Freddy busts that they have out now? Yeah, it's just the that, that are like a hundred fifty bucks. Yeah. Yeah, that thing's beautiful looking, man. Hundred and fifty. Yeah, I, I see, see that. The, that's reasonable, you know. Yeah, especially how detailed it looks. Did you see yeah. the? Um, the thing is with those is they sell out so quick. They do limited runs. Yeah, and it's hard to lay down. Say it's five hundred bucks, or not that, but certain stuff where it's like five hundred bucks. But it's like, oh, it's shipping in October of next year. You know what I mean? I it's know. Like, I hate that, dude. I know. Well, it's hard to wrap, like, not wrap your head around it, but it's hard to come to terms with the fact that you got to wait you're, you're paying this and and yeah you have to wait and it's like uh it's like i could be in a whole nother state or something by that time you know what i mean it's like oh yeah i mean it'd be one thing if you could maybe put like a down payment yeah like you know if they if they said you know like you put down a hundred dollar down payment or whatever and then you know when the time comes closer then you can no see i miss then you can I do miss it, how you know? it was back in the day Exactly mm-hmm. how it was like, all right, this bus comes out in three months. Yeah. First come, first serve. Now it's you got to pre-order everything and, oh, pre-order this store. You'll get the exclusive slipcase. And it's like, oh. whatever happened to back in the day when, when you get the item ready, that's when you get the money. Like, when all of a sudden did it turn in that we're giving you yeah. guys all our money to send us the shit when you get it ready and hopefully it comes with the exclusive slipcase, you know? Yeah. Like, I miss the old days where you get your item when you get the money. You know what I mean? Yeah, I, like, I know what you mean. everything, comic books, video games, it's all about the pre-order. Yeah, and I mean, it's one thing if, like, you pre-order, but then they don't take the money until you ship it. Yeah, man. It, oh, dude. You know? Yeah, so you gotta, like, think, oh, well, hopefully I have that amount still in a year down the road, you know? Yeah. Like, you want me to pre-order this item, but still you want me to keep 500 in the bank for the whole year until you decide to ship it. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it's like, um, it's one thing like, well, then again, we'd, we'd also, we'd be complaining also if they took the money ahead of time, wouldn't we? No, I'd rather Cause, have cause that, then... man, because I'm not good with money, really. <laughs> yeah. Where if I have a, a stack of cash, I'm going to want to go to a movie store and get some movies. That's just how oh, it is. I hear you. Definitely. It's really, Same with it's me. one of the problems that, it, I mean, it took me a long time to admit, but I'm terrible with money. So yeah. So it's like, I'd rather it, like, even with pre-orders now, it's like, oh, can I just pay for the whole movie now? And it's like, well, no. Yeah. It's like, well, then let's forget it then. I'd rather just give you the 20 bucks now. That way there's not even a question in my mind if I should spend it or save it, you know? Yeah. That's one thing I find good with um, if you pay with PayPal for stuff. Yeah, exactly. It, it, it goes out right away. Yeah, you know? or what I see a lot of people do is, like, Amazon, they'll just put a hold on that yeah. until it ships, so when you do call, it still shows that that money's out, you know? Yeah, it, it's the sort of thing, I mean, there's pros and cons to both of it. I mean, like I said, we'd be, we'd, I bet you we'd be complaining Either if, way. you know, something was a year ahead and we'd given them all the money, and essentially that money's been making them money for a year. Yeah. You know, we, we, we'd be a little bitter about that, I think. Definitely. And you know, you got the instances, though, where everybody pre-ordered Friday the 13th, the game. And it's yeah. a great game. I mean, you can't knock that. Yeah. But it wasn't complete. 
You know yeah. what I mean? It's like, well, pre-order it now, and then we'll give you the finished game when we're done with it. It's like, nah. It's at the point now yeah. where how about you just take our money when you have the whole thing finished, you know? Like, yeah. Have, so it's more of an incentive, like, you know, hurry your asses up and get the whole thing finished. Like, Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, what's the incentive <laughs> for them if it's like, all right, we already gave you our $40 for an unfinished game? Yeah, yeah, very true. But that's the way I think commerce works now. I mean, yeah, that's the problem where, you like, years ago, uh, you used to be able to find everything in a store. Like, oh, yeah. If I wanted a movie, I could pretty much count on walking into a Best Buy or walking into FYE or whatever and finding that movie. Yeah. Now, basically, if it wasn't released in the past two weeks, you can't yeah. find it, you know? Yeah. So that's the thing where it's night where everything is online, but that's the downfall now is now you have to pre-order it so companies know for sure you're going to get it. And Yeah. Well, also, I mean, there's something about going into a store, picking something up, no matter what it is, and looking and getting a feel for it. Yeah, exactly. Because, I mean, I know there's a set of movies from uh, Unearthed Films uh, called Hatakiri. and oh, yeah, I um, yeah, it's like, um, it's just like, it's a three-disc set of just, like, Japanese girls, you know, committing seppuku. Yeah. That, that, that's all it really is. And, you know, I, I'd be interested in picking it up, but I want to, I want to see the actual case and everything. I want to see the quality of it before I shell out, you know, like, you know, nearly 40 bucks or whatever for it. Yeah. No, I you definitely know, I, know what you mean. Yeah, and I mean, honestly, like, I mean, I know there are some places that like sell it. Like I know, like I think grindhouse sell it, you know, but as for up here, there's literally nowhere where I could go in and, and pick up a copy and look at it and and determine if I wanted to get it or not. Yeah. It's one of those, well, stuff like that. It's one of those things where you have to look up on YouTube and hopefully someone does an unboxing of it. So, you know, yeah, I, that's, that's again, you know, that's one of the things that's good about online, you know, when you get the 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 unboxings and everything that let you know. I mean, hell, even some companies do it themselves. Do, do, yeah. do Yeah, do it themselves, like their own unboxing videos. I think that's a really good thing. Yeah. You know, let us know what we're getting, you know? Yeah. It's starting to turn into one of those things, too, though, where everything I hear on the radio is, oh... Panera Bread now delivers. Oh, your local uh, grocery store now delivers. It's like, it's getting to the point where there'll be no walk-in shops at all, except maybe a Walgreens or something to get medicine. Like, everything's online now. And you've heard about this new Amazon thing they want to try, right? Groceries, right? Yeah, it's going to be like a grocery store. There's not going to be anyone working there. You go in, you pick something up, and you walk out. And you're charged for it. They're wanting to I, open up physical stores? Like uh, like physical, like grocery-type stores that you could just walk in, grab something, walk out. You, and it's kind of, I don't, it's weird. It's like, I don't know whether you'd get like a card or something that you'd have to swipe or How something. How would they know what all you, I don't know, that's weird. They, apparently they have, sen- they, they're going to have sensors on the door or something that I, it'll, I it'll take a, the funny thing is, you know know someone is going to be inside and they're going to wait for someone to walk past like walk out and throw something out behind them 
and then go outside, pick it up, and take it, and someone else will have paid for it. Yeah, and it's one of those you things where you can have as many sensors as you want. I mean, you need yeah. someone there to physically stop you if you're going to yeah. do it. It's not like a beeping is going to stop you, you know what I mean? Oh, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. It's like, Seriously. It's one of those things, man. It's like even like at Walmart or something, if you... Like, there's been a lot of times where I've bought in something, and maybe they forgot to, oh, you yeah. know, wipe it. You know, like, the, the sensors, they'll have to, like, put it on top of something to get it yeah. deactivated. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's been a bunch of times where I've been walking, they forgot to do that, and right when I walk through it, it'll be like, eh, eh, eh. Oh, just, yeah. I'll just keep walking, because it's like, look, oh, if yeah. you didn't do it, I'm not going to, you know, go back. It's one of those things where if you're really that concerned about it, check the, check the cameras, you know? Yeah, yeah. Like I was remember I... giving you money for it, so I'm not turning around. Like if yeah. you want to call the cops, go ahead and look at the cameras, and then you yeah. know, apologize to me and pay me for you know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I always remember what, a long time ago. I used to have this like leather coat, and whenever I'd go into this particular store, the alarm would go off yeah. every time. Eventually, I figured out what it was. You know, you know the little um, tags that are in Blu-rays and DVDs. Yeah, the little looks like a little razor blade type thing. Yeah, there was one of those in the lining of my coat. Wow. No clue how it got there. But what would they keep going? Did they stop it would, you every it would, time? Every time, and eventually, you know, I got to a point where I'm like, "Look, I took off my coat and threw it through the thing, and it went off." And I'm like, "Look, <laughs> you know, it's like." And eventually I figured it out and I stopped it. But, you know, it was a pain in the ass. But, you know. Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, the funny thing is also, though, I mean, a lot of the time, if if an alarm was to go off and you were going out and, you know, are they, very rarely will they ever stop you. Oh, yeah. Especially if it's a place like it, Wally where people are walking through every second and... Well, yeah, I mean, they have, like, I think they have, like, a certain amount of, like, losses that they're willing to take, you know, even oh, if someone's yeah. trying to steal stuff. I think it's the person that's, like, walking out, like, with a TV. Yeah. You know, who's blatantly, like, yes, we're stealing this. <laughs> well, I'm not going to lie. When I was younger, like, middle school, early high school, mm -hmm. there was a lot of stuff I wanted and not a lot of money to get it, so. Oh, yeah. <laughs> things you had to do what you had to do, but. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's one of those things where if you just get over the fear, it's it's pretty easy. Like yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I don't condone it. That was stupid no. stuff back in the day. But uh, yeah, well, everyone does stuff when they're young, right? Yeah. <laughs> you know, once once I realized that barcodes, yeah, did nothing to censor to uh the door things. Yeah. It pretty much changed it because I was like, oh wow, all right, cool. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Because I remember when I was real young, I used to think it was the barcode that would make it start beeping and stuff. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And then once I realized that, I was like, oh, okay. But, yeah. Uh, let's move on to the next part of news here, though. Okay. There's a movie that a remake is coming out in October. I've never seen the OG one, but it's mm -hmm. a public domain film, uh, Dementia 13. Ah, uh, yes. Um, Have you seen that? Yeah, the original is actually by Francis Ford Coppola. Really? And it's the first ever um, axe murderer movie. Yeah, I've never seen it. I know it's a public domain film. Like, you see oh, yeah. it in all those packs for $5 or whatever. 
it's a pretty fun little movie, I got to admit. You know, yeah. and you honestly, you can buy like a uh, remastered Blu-ray of it for like ten bucks. Yeah, well, this there, there's a remake coming out, and uh, since it's public domain, this Blu-ray of the remake in October is coming with a copy of the first one, so... I love it when they do stuff like that. Like when they did it with Don't Look in the Basement? Yeah, Remember when you know, they released a sequel on Blu-ray? Yeah. They included the original one? <laughs> I, lo- I, I love that. I really do. I always remember when I got, um... What was it? Uh, the Day the Earth Stood Still. The remake of that. With Keanu and Reeves? They, yeah, and they included the Blu-ray of the original. Did they really? Yeah, and See, I thought I that was really I never picked that up, cool. so I never knew that. Yeah, yeah, and it, it was worth it just for that alone, because, you know. Yeah, it would have to be. But, um... Yeah. <laughs> this, uh... Yeah, I'm kind of excited for it. I know the original one people call it a classic, so... It is. It's it's definitely worth seeing. And, uh, considering how, you know, like, cheap you can get a good version of it nowadays... Yeah, it's one of the same you might as well. Yeah, yeah. And, um... You know, it's it's worth seeing, to say the least, you know? Yeah. Yeah. We'll see how the remake turns out, though. Yeah, I'm interested. This next yeah. piece, have you ever heard of Ibon Press or Ebon? Um, E-I-B-O-N? Yeah, from... Uh, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, they, they've been doing some comics, right? Of uh... Yeah, well, that's what I want to bring up. They're doing... Well, they did just start a whole comic series on Maniac... Yeah. <laughs> and uh, now they're doing a Beyond series. Yeah, I don't know what to make of the Beyond one. Uh, I kind of want to get one. I hear they come in, like, exclusive sleeves, kind of like a record cool. or something. Like, they're, they're supposedly <laughs> really high quality and cool. Well, that's cool. I mean, you know, um, it's, it's the sort of thing. Comics is one of those mediums, you know, that is kind of overlooked. Yeah. In a way, you know, you can do a lot with it because literally, you know, you doesn't matter what you think up, you can draw it, right? So yeah, it's you know, definitely cool. I I, I I think it is kind of neat, you know, to see some like more, you know, Fulci stuff getting some love. Yeah, it's weird. Horror comics seem to be going through kind of a boom right now, man. Like yeah. I see the endless amount of Evil Dead and Ash comics. I see. Yeah. I mean, just a lot of horror stuff. I see. Oh, yeah, well, horror, le- like, really lends itself to comics really well. Yeah, and I do got to say, the uh, they've been releasing the Tales from the Dark Side comics that are used oh, yeah. from scripts yeah. that they were going to use for the reboot. That's such a good idea. I know, they're actually really good. I have a few issues, and they're redoing Tales, like, new stories of Tales from the Crypt. But That's you remember cool. when they tried to reboot the comic a few years ago, and it was, like, Little Kitty? Yeah, version I remember of Tales that. From the Crypt, like a preteen version. Yeah, well, this does away with all that. It's all gory and awesome. That's that's what you need, you know. Like horror is one of those things you need to do it right. Yeah, and the art's more realistic and not as cartoony. And yeah, you know, I mean, it's a sort of thing. Like comics as a whole have, for a good amount of time, shied away from horror. Yeah, you know, and I mean, I, I get it. But the thing is, you know, if you're going for the horror audience, you need to give them what they get in a horror movie. Yeah, definitely. 
you know i mean um and that was that was what was great about those old um the old ec stuff you know oh yeah that, super gory oh yeah and i mean really like like some in. of the some of the zombies and everything you used to see in the ec comics you know were just plain you know Rose even Rose. by today i mean they they'd live up to something that, like in the walking dead you know yeah and that was in the 50s i know that was back before that stupid comics code thing <laughs> I mean, Where I mean, you how, couldn't even use the word zombie. I know. Good. I know. Could could you imagine something like um like Blackest Night? Yeah, I know. Being done back during the comics code, it, it would never have worked. Yeah, it's it. The comics code was bizarre. Remember, you couldn't use um, what was you couldn't use the word weird. Oh yeah, I couldn't. Yeah, weird or or strange or anything like that. You know. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. Was... I always remember. I saw a documentary once about the comics code, and it was this person they were doing. Uh, they were doing a sci-fi comic, and it's this guy. He's like stranded out in space or whatever, and then eventually, you know, he gets in or whatever, and he takes off his helmet. Oh, the black and, dude. And he's a black dude. Yeah. Yeah. And they they said, well, you can do that, but you can't put the sweat on his forehead. Was this the documentary that came with <laughs> Tales from the Crypt season one? It might, it might have been, yeah. We had, like, R.L. Stein and all them discussing the history I, of the ban on horror comics and all that. I, I think it might have been, yeah. Yeah. Because I remember, like, the author of that saying, like, you know, like, screw you. Yeah. You know? I mean... Yeah, that's great. That's so dumb. And then... Yeah. I, I, I always... I hate stuff like that. I hate, you know, people trying to tell you what you can and can't Well, the problem do. is that's seems to be like the big focus on america now is censorship everybody's yeah. getting offended by everything like uh, there's a big yeah. story now i heard on the radio i was driving around and i heard this people talking about how they're taking apu out of the yeah. simpsons because oh Indian people God. are now offended by apu and it's like I, dude he's been around for over 25 years and you're just now going to take him out of it because you're offended and you know the thing that pisses me off though i bet you if you talk to indian people None of them are affected. They laugh. And it's one of those things, too. Well, if you're going to go to that extent to take away a poo because of Indian stereotypes, then you kind of got to go down the rabbit hole with, well, if that's the case, you might as well be offended at Homer. He's a white person stereotype, you know? Yeah. Like, not every dad strangles their kids and drinks and all that. So it's like, at what point do you just say, you know, this is comedy. Get over it. You know what I mean? Yeah, I th- I think I always thought uh, South Park did a good job of that. Just essentially that's, saying, you know, like screw you. That's basically the next thing I was going to say is if it gets yeah. to the point where South Park starts bowing down to it, that's when I yeah. would say it's all over. You know what I mean? Yeah, that, that, South Park. I'm, it, you know, I'm Simpsons quite sure that's is, never going to happen. <laughs> yeah, Simpsons has always been more. I mean, I guess it's considered raunchy, but it was always more of a family type adult yeah. cartoon. Like kids can still watch it. Yeah. But I remember back in the day, like, a lot of my buddies' moms wouldn't let them watch South Park and stuff, and it was... Yeah. I mean, it's it's the sort of thing. People get offended way too easily. I know, but it's one of those and things I... where it's, it's, it's the 21st century, you know? Yeah. It's, the Internet's here. It's all that. You can't escape it now. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah, yeah. And I mean, the, the, what always annoys me is you get these... The, the people that get offended usually aren't the people that it affects. I know. 
You know, it's like, like if, if you get offended by a poo on Simpsons, then don't watch the fucking Simpsons. You know, exactly, exactly. <laughs> you know, and and also it's like you'll you'll hear like people they'll be going on about like uh, I don't like like the misogyny like in like video games, for example. Yeah. You know, and it's like um, may, maybe that's the case sometimes, but look at who your audience is. Yeah, I know. You it's... know, if you're doing something for for young guys, you know, of course there's certain things young guys like. Yeah, well, it's you that know? too, and if, I think everybody... you don't like it, go away. Yeah, and it's like everybody's <laughs> entitled to enjoy what they want to enjoy, you know? It's yeah. like, say, South Park may offend a certain group of people, but then it gets to the point where... Well, women with a bunch of Botox pumped into their face and, you know, half plastic bodies and stuff, that offends me. You know what I mean? So is it getting yeah. to the point where well, let's ban plastic surgery because that now offends me? Oh, so, yeah. Well, that ain't exactly. going to happen. But it's no. It's just a huge rabbit hole that once – well, we are going down it now because yeah. it, if it's getting to the point where it's big issues, where they're banning characters from Simpsons – yeah, it's that, just the beginning. Stupid. Stuff is gonna, you know, you do know stuff is gonna be getting banned left and right now. Yeah, everybody's gonna get offended by everything. Yeah, and the fact of the matter is, like, let, let's be honest, the world is not a nice place. Yeah, exactly. You know, it's like, you know, like I always saw that thing they they were doing, like some colleges, you know, like they need like these safe spaces oh, and everything. The safe zones. Or oh, whatever. I I hear that and it disgusts me for a very simple reason. If you go out into the real world, there's there no safe are, there's no safe spaces. Yeah. You know, the fact of the matter is, you know, someone might say something that offends you. And you know what? Suck it up. Live with it. That's how every generation before us had to grow up. It's one of those things where if you yeah. don't like it, either, you know, man up and do something about it or keep walking. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, why are why does everybody else now have to get penalized because you're offended by it for some reason or yeah. your parents didn't get you ready enough to handle something like that. So now we all have to suffer because you weren't prepared. Yeah. I, I wonder if like you could get like these, like these super offended people, just say to them, you're being offended offends me. Yeah, what are you going like, to do yeah, about like, it? You know, all you guys offend me for being offended. So we're going to go ahead and just ban you all from living in our country. Yeah. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Well, it's, it's the sort of thing. I mean, we're sending I guess you to a, build the wall. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh man. Uh, yeah, I don't even know where to get started on stuff like that because that's you know it's, it it's just, a never-ending thing. Is once it you is. start talking about one thing, another thing gets brought up, then another, then another. It's there's yeah. nothing in the world that's not going to you know what I mean. It's someone's yeah. going to get offended by whatever, but. We're turning into a, a bad part to where we actually everybody starts caring, you know? Yeah. And, I mean, let's let's be honest. I mean, there's more important things to worry about. Yeah, definitely. You know, like, who cares about Apu and The Simpsons <laughs> when over in, like, Iraq or whatever, you're getting people getting their heads cut off? I know. And it's you know, like, for, like, for no reason, you know? It's it's like, come on, there's more important things. How many times growing up have you heard somebody use the Apu voice? Thousands upon thousands. It's like I've you're a little late to the voice. Yeah, it's like you're a little late to the party, trying yeah. to ban it. Everybody done already knows what it is. You know what I mean? It's yeah. Well, <laughs> I, I I don't know. Like if it's... it was a character just introduced on the first year, maybe 
Then like, I, it was I, just I, introduced. I, nobody knows. It's like, oh, okay. But it's like, dude, this dude's been a staple on the show for 25 yeah. years. And like I said, I bet you if you talk to any Indian people, I bet you a lot of them I, – I, I'm going to go even one further. I bet you a lot of people look up to Apu. Yeah. I bet a lot of them go like, hey, look. He owns his own business caric- and everything. He, you know oh, yeah. I mean? You know, like, yeah, he's a caricature and everything. But here's an Indian guy on this – one of this, the longest running shows ever. I think it is at this point. Yeah, you know, so it's like, you know, what, what, I don't know, you don't be offended by crap like that. <laughs> yeah, it is what it is, man, but, uh, yeah, let's move on to the second, or the next piece of news. This, uh, yep. M. Night Shyamalan is directing mm-hmm. a new horror movie called Glass with oh, yeah. Sarah Paulson from, uh, American Horror Story. Yep, yeah. I gotta say, I've been impressed with M. Night Shyamalan as of recent... Yeah, I mean, the thing with with M. Night Shyamalan, he's kind of hit or miss, Yeah, you know? And it seems to me when he goes the horror route, he t- they, they tend to be more hits. Have you? Do you like his older stuff, like Sixth Sense and Signs? And I the like Village? the Sixth Sense. Um, Signs was okay. I, I thought it kind of dumb that aliens would invade, like, a planet, you know, that's 90% water if they're allergic to it. Yeah. You know, I... That was just me, but... Um, I love the uh, twist of the village, though. Like, a lot of people yeah. hate on that twist. I yeah. loved it, man. I was like, what in the world? It was a good twist. Yeah. You but know, then, he, um, then you, every, nobody can deny that he fell off after that. Oh, definitely. With Lady in the Water and uh, uh, yeah. the, uh, Ava- the Last Airbender. Yeah. Um, there was. I'm sure there was more, but the... Uh, oh, Devil... I like Devil. Yeah. I thought that was really good. But then again, he didn't direct it. Oh, oh, he just produced it? Yeah. You know, I thought that was a really Oh, neat The Happening. Movie. That's the one I was thinking the happening. of. Happening, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I guess the less, the least said about that, the better, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah, like I said, he's he seems to be extremely hit or miss. But you got to give him, as a recent, it's been hits, man. Yeah, it uh, has. The Visit, I really enjoyed. I actually mm-hmm. was shocked at how good that movie was. Did You saw yeah. it, right? I, I saw some of it. I didn't get. To, I didn't see it all. Did you see the twist at the end? That the people weren't actually the... Grandparents, they were nutcases yeah. that had yeah. escaped. That's yeah, I, I, I thought that was man. pretty cool. But yeah, yeah dude, I wasn't expecting it. I was, I was shocked. Yeah. And at the end, it gets brutal. Like, he... Grandpa or the crazy grandpa gets his mm. shitty diaper and like smears it all in the kid's face, and I was like, "Oh my god!" Yeah, the, they, the kid was a germaphobe in the movie. Yeah, did I? It, rem- I remember I saw it, and then I went up to New Jersey, and I wanted my mom to see it because she was a big <laughs> Shy- M Night Shyamalan fan. Yeah, when he first came out, but uh, I was showing yeah. it to her; she was digging it or whatever. But I warned her; I was like, "Hey, there's a scene in here where this little kid raps." And it, did you see that scene? Um, He's like on the train rapping, and it's like a three-minute-long scene of him straight. No, rapping. I don't. I don't. I don't think I saw that part. It was cringy, like really oh. bad. Like in the black, yeah. and the train conductor dude who's listening to it, he's black, and he's you know bopping his head, acting like he's feeling <laughs> it, dude. And it's oh, really man. cringy, and it's it's it, it's one of those things where it, 
I was embarrassed even watching it with my mom, oh. how terrible that rap was. Yeah. That, that they, it was over, and then she was like, she looked over, she was like, yeah, that was really bad. Yeah. And then, it, then Shyamalan makes it worse. What, when the Right when the movie ends, the credits will start going up, mm. and then you hear the kid rapping again. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, like, it's... oh my god. I don't, I don't, yeah. I didn't get that. I was like, wow, that was bad. And it yeah. didn't even add anything to the story at all. Oh, no. I mean, that, that's always the thing, you know. They, a lot of directors, I think, they get too, what's the word I'm looking for? They get like, like, I'm going to put this in. It's going to be character development. It's like, no, it's not character development. Yeah, it's and just he probably sees to... that rap is doing huge and all these kids are... Yeah, rap and all that, but yeah, it's like no, just just leave that scene out, you know. Yeah, they sh- it was it was cringy. But yeah, this uh, and then his last one, Split, was a yeah. huge huge hit. I sad to say I haven't seen it yet. I haven't either, but I've heard a lot of good stuff about it. Yeah, I haven't heard anything bad about it. I and heard it's like James McAvoy's the... greatest performance or something. Yeah. And then, and then the twist at the end of that. I didn't hear a twist. Don't tell me. Okay. Do you, do you know the twist? It's not a twist so much in the story, but it's a twist in the Shyamalan universe, if you will. It uh, turns out didn't they it's say actually this is a sequel. Something about Unbreakable or something. That's the twist at the end. You know, um, uh, what's his name's character? Um, Samuel Jackson. Oh, the other one, uh, Bruce Willis's character. Yeah, his character shows up. You Bruce know, and Willis shows up at the end of it. I don't know whether it's actually him or just his character. I haven't, like I said, I haven't seen the movie, but it turns out that it's the same world as Unbreakable. So are they trying to say like Bruce Willis and Samuel Jackson have multiple personalities and stuff too, or no? No, no. They, he shows up as like his character from. Unbreakable, so like the like vigilante type guy that he was playing, yeah. you know, he shows up as that person. So it's the same world where Samuel L. Jackson, you know, was Mister Glass and everything. You know, I have to, dude. And this movie's called Glass. Yeah, I. I oh, that I just now I, clicked I with me, man. That's, yeah, I don't know if it's in a, like a direct sequel or. It would have to be. That's too bad. I, of a coincidence. I, 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 yeah, I would have assumed it is. Because didn't they yeah. say, I did hear rumors, though, that they were making a sequel to uh, Unbreakable. And I'm He's, just yeah. now putting it together that you said he shows up at the end of, the of Split. split. Yeah. Now this movie's called Glass, and wow. Alrighty. Yeah. I, that, I got mean, me it, le- that got me less excited, to be honest with you. I was kind of <laughs> hoping for an original horror story. Well, you know, I mean... Yeah, it's in the it's it's in the same universe probably, but you know, there's a lot you can do with it. I mean, yeah, I do gotta say, Sarah Paulson, I think is hot as hell, dude. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, have you seen yeah. her in American Horror Story and stuff? Yeah. Dude, I think she's yeah. amazing. She like there's like a list of uh, female actresses. Like, there's like a top five. I, it's a weird list. You ever heard of Lori Grenier? I know the name from I the can't show quite, Shark uh... Tank. You've heard of I Shark Tank, right, where they I, pitch the ideas for inventions. Yeah, and Yeah. Well, she's one of the millionaires on there, and she's super uh, yeah. hot. And uh, Jennifer Grey from Dirty Dancing. 
Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> I love her, dude. I love uh, uh, Vera Farmiga from uh, Bates Motel, and yeah, I gotta say, after watching Olivia Hussey in Black Christmas, man. Oh yeah, definitely. She's super hot. Beautiful. You you know who I was like I was Doug. What's her name? Um, Jenny Gutter from uh, American Werewolf. Oh yeah. Another one that always gets me too every time I see her is when I see uh, younger Demi Moore. Like ah, Demi yeah. Demi Moore from like Tales from the Crypt or uh, Ghost or you know Striptease. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. Back when you know she looked. Yeah, she had like young. the shorter hair and stuff, and she was she was happening. Yeah. All right. <laughs> oh, I've just uh, I've just got a piece of news. It's just come up right now. What? Um, I'm just on Bloody Disgusting. It says here, Eli Roth and AMC bringing us History of Horror TV series. Wow. I wonder if, because he's doing Shark Week stuff for Shark Week. So it must be doing good if they greenlit something like that. Yeah. um, Series will premiere in 2018. I'm down for something like that. Yeah, definitely. There's still a special that Bravo did years ago, years and years ago, that Mm. 100 Greatest horror moments whatever it was like a five-part series yeah. have you heard of that i've heard of it yeah have like interviews with like a ton of pe- everybody involved with the movies yeah and i love stuff on tv where they do stuff based on movies like you remember, oh definitely uh, i don't know if you get it in canada the l ray channel i get some stuff from it but we don't get the actual channel up here yeah. well there's a show robert rodriguez did called the director's chair where he interviews directors. I've heard of that, yeah. Yeah, I've heard of that. He did Carpenter, John Landis, obviously Tarantino. Yeah. uh, George Miller, yeah, George Miller from uh, Mad Max. Yeah, yeah. I just love shit like that, though. Oh, yeah, well, I tell you what, there's a good one on, um, on YouTube somewhere. I can't remember exactly what it's called, but it's like, um, Clive Barker, John Carpenter... Horror cafe. Um, it, it could be. It's like they're, a round table. Yeah, and they're, they're all oh, they're all having that. dinner. I, it has yeah, Anne that's, Rice too. I, I never saw it with Anne Rice. The one I saw was uh, it, I, I've only seen one episode of it, sort of thing, one like thing, and it's it was Clive Barker, John Carpenter, um, what's his name? Uh, was Cronenberg there? No, Cronenberg wasn't there. It was um, Larry oh, Cohen. Was he there? He might have been. I remember uh, in the beginning, does it show, like, a kitchen, and there's, like, a big-ass dude, like, cutting up meat or whatever, then you yeah. see him serving it to them all, sitting at the table? Yeah. And Barker looks real yeah. young, smoking a big cigar and oh, everything? yeah, yeah. Roger Corman. Roger, that's who I was thinking of when yeah, I said Yeah, Roger Larry Corman Cohen. was on there. Um, I, I'm, you sure and, Anne Rice wasn't on there? I, I'm pretty sure. I think it was, I can't remember who else. I remember was there was an author in there. Yeah, I, I know... Someone was on there. All I know is I, I thought that was a really neat idea. Yeah, I, I did. And I, I liked that part at, at nearing the end where they sort of, they came up with a story. Each person would take, like, essentially, like, a, a little chunk of the story and make make it as they were going around. Yeah. And when, and when you listen to it, you can tell just what, like, movies they were, in, you know, getting around to making at the time. Yeah. Because John Carpenter was really into this whole, like, the quantum mechanics and everything. Well, what movie would so, he have made at that time? Because that was um, probably late eight, early 90s. Yeah. 
Prince of Darkness. Oh, okay. Yeah, I would have thought I, of when that came. Well, yeah, that sounds about right, actually. Yeah. Or I would have thought Vampires would have oh, maybe just been coming yeah. out when he did that. I like that movie. Oh, so do I. I'm That's glad that... That deserves more love than it gets. I think I think it's one of those things where it is starting to come around. I remember yeah. I used to hear nothing but hate on that movie, and now I hear nothing yeah. but love for it. I used to love it just for the you know the scene where um, what's his name um, James Woods. Yeah, where he's walking out and there's that explosion in the background. Yeah, and and you see this like slight little like jump in his like like in his face. Yeah. Because he, he wasn't actually expecting it to go off when it did. Yeah, I love James. He's kind of like he's kind of an awesome actor. He really is. Yeah, you ever seen Casino where he played the pimp? Yeah. Yeah, he's an awesome. Oh, and of course, Videodrome and all that. But yeah, he's one of those actors. Again, we've mentioned them before. That no matter what you put them in, he will Makes elevate. Yeah. Well, there's a show on Showtime that I've been watching, and I'm waiting for the new season. Have you ever heard of Ray Donovan? I've heard that with name. With uh, Leave Shriver, and uh, it's got uh, the guy from Anaconda, Angelina Jolie's dad. Oh, yeah. Uh, God, I can't... John Voight. Yeah, he's in it, and a bunch of other people. It's like a... Leave Shriver is basically like an enforcer type ah. thing for... It's really good, but uh, James Woods played a villain in one of the seasons, and it made that season so much better with him in it. Yeah. Well, that's the sort of thing. I mean, there are some actors that can just do it. Yeah. You know, they just raise whatever they're in. Definitely. Be it good, bad, or indifferent, you know? Yeah. <laughs> now, uh, one last part of news before we talk about that It trailer. Uh, oh, did you yeah. hear of... It was an old graphic novel made a few years ago, but they're making it into a movie called uh, My Friend Dahmer. Yes, I've I've heard of that. Um, I've I actually haven't looked, read it, but I haven't read it, but I've looked through it a couple times in the bookstore. Yeah, I see it because the name jumps out because of Dahmer. It's it seems really interesting just because when you get right to the very end, there's a scene where someone's talking to someone comes up to the guy who's the main character in the book and says like, "Can we get your thoughts on this?" And he's like, "Oh, is this such a body?" And they're like, "No, Dahmer." And he's like, "Oh." You know, and it's just, it's just kind of like, it was like a foregone conclusion in his mind that eventually someone was going to come up to him wow. and say that he's done something crazy. Is, now, is this a true story? Like, did this dude yeah. really hang out with Dahmer? Yeah, he went to school with him. Yeah. I don't know whether they were actually, like, like, you know, real, like, friend friends, but they knew each other. Yeah. And, you know... Basically um, knew from the get-go he was a weird, weird guy. Yeah, pretty much. He knew there was something not quite right there. Wow. Yeah, I've watched yeah. a lot of stuff on Dahmer, and he's actually one of the more interesting killers, what I, I guess. What I always find interesting about Jeffrey Dahmer is just the fact that when, after he got caught and got put in jail, you know, they offered him protective custody. Yeah. And he turned it down. What, you think it was remorse or something? Or I don't. I don't know if it was remorse. I think it was just... Something along the lines of, like, well, I got caught, this is what happens. Yeah. You know, almost like... Well, a lot of killers know. do that, like Henry Lee Lucas. Yeah. The guy they based Henry off of. Yeah. You know, he once he got caught, he admitted to, like, 300 more murders or whatever. And Oh, yeah. Was... And, I mean, 
I always rec- I always reckon it like this, you know, like I'm not like a one of those people. I'm not like a a, a broken person like that. But I always reckon when you think of it just like as a person, if you've done whatever it is you've done and you've been caught, you know what? Like own up to it. Yeah. Just say, you know what? Yeah, you know, you got me. You know, you 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 played the game better than I did, if you will. You know. Yeah, definitely. Cause and, you you remember that story of remember the it was like two or three years ago in Chicago, those two Mexican guys had the like three women chained up in their house for years upon years. Yeah. Remember they got one of or two of them pregnant, and they had kids in this house, and they were yeah they they would lived in these people's houses for years and. Yeah, like a neighbor came to the door one day and saw her, and then it all got unleashed. And then the Mexican, before he even went to trial, he killed the, himself. Yeah, killed himself. It's like yeah, yeah. It's definitely a a bitch move. Yeah, I mean, um, and and let's be honest, like no, whatever people's thoughts are on the afterlife and everything. If if you go there and you're like, yeah, um, I kidnapped like these three girls for like X amount of years and I kept them prisoner and everything. Yeah. And then, then I got caught and I killed myself. So I didn't have to take responsibility for it. You're yeah. going to be looked at kind of like a bitch. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Like it's one of those things where yeah, Dahmer and uh, Charlie and all them are, are, are bitch moves for doing what they did. But yeah, it's one of those things where at least they kind of took it like a man. You could even say about, uh, uh, Ted Bundy, you know, he yeah. sat there until the day he was fried. I mean, yeah, I mean, it, it's one of those things, you know, they're, they're serial killers are, are interesting Yeah. because, you know, they're very broken people and Definitely. sometimes you can, sometimes you can trace it back and you can find the exact moment, you know, yeah. where someone, where someone breaks you yeah, know? that's what's what, why that's why most of America's fascinated with them. You know, oh, it's definitely. one of those things where the stuff they did was heinous, but you know, true crime books are still top selling books. I mean, all this still making documentaries on H. H. Holmes and all that. There's a, just a fascination with it. Yeah, well, have you seen this new thing they're doing about H. H. Holmes? Right. Yeah, that's what made me bring that up. Was yeah, they're thinking he was Jack the Ripper and all that. But... <laughs> Yeah, I, I don't I don't buy that. <laughs> yeah, it's like this whole thing where they're saying Amelia Earhart lived the whole. Have you seen the commercial for that where they think Amelia Earhart? Yeah. Earhart, they think she survived and lived on an island and all that. And it's like, yeah. It's like wow. Yeah, it's like. You think she actually I, live on an island? Like, I mean. Yeah, I don't think so. <laughs> anyway, let's get to this. Uh, I am stoked for that movie because the trailer did actually look pretty good. Yeah. And he actually did look like how Dahmer would look when he was young, from what I would yeah. picture. Yeah. Because yeah, his that's... story is just weird. I don't know if he was... Would you consider him gay or not? Because <sighs> they never said for sure if he was, but he was picking dudes up from gay clubs. But yeah. I don't know I... if that was just because it was maybe easier to... I I, I don't know. I really don't know. He He's, he's a strange... Yeah, and then person. I remember... I watched some documentary about that his parents made or something called Raising Dahmer or something, and they were saying yeah. he they knew he was killing animals and stuff at a really young age and all that. And well, they should have damn well done something about it then, shouldn't they? Yeah. But that's one. That's one thing that I always find with like serial killers. You know, people always go like, 
you know, well, why didn't anyone see anything? And it's like, people well, people, see stuff as people do, part. you know, but you need, I don't know, you need but to... How do you prepare for something like that, man? I mean, it's one of those that's things true. where it's like, if you're a parent, even if you thought your kid was a serial killer, I mean, you'd yeah. probably be in denial. I mean... <laughs> I'm sure. The, the, the closest thing I've ever seen done, and that was in, um, on Dexter... Yeah, where the dad was kind of owning where, his skills. Yeah, he realized what like what his son was. Yeah, you know, and and he, he saw it and he was like, okay, you know what, like this is what you are. We gotta deal with it. Yeah, and and you know, admitted it probably wasn't the healthiest way he went about doing it. But if there's no other way to you do know? it, I mean, you might as well have him kill yeah. bad people. But eh, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, the last piece of news was obviously the big one, well, kind of big, the It trailer, the official I, trailer, even though oh, we've had five man. trailers before this. But yeah, we finally kind of got a sound of what he would sound like. I dig it. His, his voice? Yeah. It's like it, more I, of a sinister, it's not, like, Tim Curry had like a uh, like a mobster type voice. Yeah. Like, like, hello, like a smoke, like, you, I was like a picture of him smoking a cigar or something, you know? Yeah, yeah. I, I find this, this voice that he's using really, I, I don't know, I don't know the word to use to describe it, but it's, it's like. sinister, man. He's like, take it. Take it's it. sinister, but in, in a way you could also see why a kid, like a little kid. Yeah. Would, would, you know, go with it. Yeah, I got. You know? When I first saw Pennywise, uh, the new one, like, yeah, remember when they first released the image of how he looked in his full costume and everything? Yeah, yeah. I gotta say, I wasn't really impressed. Like, Me it neither. It looked all right, but his head looked weird. The forehead, I, I thought, was really weird looking. But yeah. um, I it's gotta say though, me. like seeing him, what I do like about it is they made his eyes like glow. I love that. Yeah, I know. When you I see his head do. pop up in the drain, like the eyes are the first thing you see. Yeah. I, I, I think, you know, like a, the, the new look has grown on me. Yeah. And I think the reason it is, is before, you know, when I, when, when they first showed it or whatever, it, it was such a departure from the Tim Curry one. Yeah. You know, uh, but what I like is, you know, the, the, what he's wearing, for example, Looks from like traditional clown costume. Yeah, like you would expect from something back in like the 1800s or whatever. But the, that would make more sense in the story, though. Yeah. And what do you think of the part in this trailer, though, where... Remember in the original miniseries, there are actual photographs they're looking at? Yeah. Where this one, did you notice it was like drawings? Like something yeah. you would see in a book about witches in the 18th century or something? I think that's kind of cool. Yeah, it's more realistic to me, because... Yeah, and it it it's it, it. I'm sure they're gonna put the photos in as well. Oh, Georgie's you know? photo and stuff. Yeah, I'm sure they're gonna have stuff like that. But I think what's neat about it is it's like it shows the sheer length of time back that he must have been there. Yeah, and you know I... that like that this was this is how he was recorded back then. Yeah, you know. You don't I think need that's to say neat. it, but I think. Uh... Like, I feel really terrible saying it, but I think this Skarsgård guy, mm. I think he plays it more creepy than Tim Curry, like, by a long shot. 
Well, he does definitely. I feel I bad think... saying that because Tim Curry killed the role. I loved the way he looked. Loved it. Oh yeah. But man, this was it. Some Bill Skarsgård or something. Yeah. Man, he's creepy as it. Like when you see him. Remember when you see him like unfolding himself from like the cabinet, or he's in something. Yeah. And he's like unfolding himself. Yeah. Like that was eerie. Like even. Just seeing him yeah. like uh. Like just peek his head in that drain. Remember the kids are yeah. standing there, you just see his head peek out? Yeah. And that was really eerie. I, I think what the thing is, is um, Tim Curry's one was more... How can I describe it? It's almost like it was more for... The, like, what what's the word? I'm, I'm trying to think of how exactly I mean to put this. It's like... He, he he was more of like like almost like the friendly looking clown yeah you know where this where, one sinister looking man like, yeah it it is though even the know? way they painted the smile on where it yeah. curves up and then goes to his right eyes eyes yeah what i've always thought and i always thought this was something that you know something like it could have covered really well you know people have been afraid of clowns like forever. Well, yeah. You know, I've always thought it would have been neat to have done something like the the reason you're scared of like clowns and you find them creepy is because that whole look, like the white skin, like big smiles and everything is actually like a demonic form or something. Well, they kind of went into that you know? with the movie clown. I I honestly Did you ever see that. No, I've been wanting to pick up the Blu-ray because we only got the you DVD. Because that movie is basically what you just described. Yeah, that, that, that's de- cool. Demons. That was the whole intention of them. That that's like the whole reason. That's exactly what you described. Was yeah. So there, I, I'm gonna have to see that definitely. Yeah, that's that's an awesome that's, movie. Yeah, that's it, something I've always thought. You yeah, know, yeah, that was the whole purpose of that movie. The director said was to get a backstory of why they're so terrifying. Yeah, I, I think that. That that would be really interesting, you know. Um, and obviously, like I mean, uh, Pennywise is kind of the the I don't want stereotypical isn't the word, but when you think of a creepy clown, you think of Pennywise. Oh, definitely. And uh, one thing I do got to say that really impressed me with this trailer is the way mm-hmm. the bullies looked in it. Yeah. Because it takes place in the '80s, and that's exactly how you'd see picture one, you know, yeah. cut off. Cut-off shirts, mullets, you know, high-top yeah. Reeboks and stuff, if we're talking the 80s. So yeah. it's like, I mean, because you got the one thing about the original series, man, is those bullies were lame as hell. They were. Like you're, I mean, you, like, you're dead, fat boy, like, right in front of the teacher and stuff. and Yeah, and it's like, really? Remember the teacher's like, all right, detention after school every day this week. Yeah. Except when the fat boy is walking home from school. Yes. The bullies are there chilling, waiting for him. It's like, well, what is the detention? Like, minus three minutes or something? Yeah. Because the bully's there before the fat kid shows up. So it's like, yeah. well, where was yeah. the detention at? But, I, I but regardless, think the new, new bullies look more realistic as bullies than kids with leather jackets and devil locks for hair and stuff. Yeah, I mean, that, that works for the 1950s. Yeah. You know, and I mean... All the designs kind of in the original miniseries work for the 1950s. Yeah, I do like the 50s aesthetic, though, but yeah, I'm really glad that 
this one takes yeah. place in the 80s, though. And it has yeah. me that much more excited for when to see what it's going to be like when they're adults in today's time. Yeah. Because our be time today is definitely a lot different than the real time in the original series when it was the 90s. Yeah, definitely. And I mean, I mean, hell, nowadays, like, all the... You could figure out all the stuff about Pennywise by going online nowadays. Yeah. Yeah, you this know? movie's going to be a monster hit. I could already uh, tell yeah. it's going to be huge, man. Yeah, and uh, yeah. they've they've actually said apparently there's not going to be a spider. Uh, see, I haven't read the book, but uh, just from watching the original s- series, that's a good thing. I yeah. hated that scene, but the thing is, though, the way this director is and the way that Pennywise looks in this... Yeah. Like, for some reason, what if... Like, he probably could make a really freaky-looking Spider-Man. Yeah. Well, what's interesting is... um, Because that was just the problem with the first one. It was just cheesy as hell looking. Yeah. What the director has said, and this this might be a little bit telling, it says uh, in this article, Muschietti revealed two things. We won't be seeing this... That we won't be seeing coming this September. And the thing is, this September. Yeah. That's the important part. Because, like, in the book and in the original movie, the spider doesn't come up until, you know, the second half. Oh, so that means the way he worded it, meaning it, it'll probably show up. It, it well, could it show, show up, up in, in the, the second, second half, yeah. Yeah. Because it didn't show up what. in the second half until the original series, anyways. Yeah. I tell you what, um, I really hope, I, I just finished reading the book the other night. It's taken me 27 years, but I finally finished it. Um, I hope that they end it the way they ended the book. Really? Because the ending of the book would be insane. In all seriousness, how long did it take you to finish it in this most recent sitting? Because I got it, it sitting by my bed now, and I'm yeah. still leery on even attempting to read it because it's so thick man i know it's it it's taken me a couple of months because i have a tendency with really big books to read a chunk and then stop and then like read read room org or something and then come back to it and read another chunk be honest is it a page turner though like is it it is is it a quick read when you get going you know what i mean when you get going you don't want to stop Okay. Yeah, I definitely do want to read it. I don't know if I could finish that before September, though. That's the thing. Uh, I think I find if you you know how it's like broken down into parts. Yeah. I find if you use each part as like its own book. Oh, okay. You know, so read the first like part, and then it'll come to like Derry, the first interlude or whatever. Read up to that part, and then take a break. <laughs> Yeah, and then well, read up to Derry the second interlude. Yeah, because I know? definitely um, want to read it before it comes yeah. out. What was funny is I, when I heard the Dark Tower was coming out, yeah. I was like, oh, I, I do got to read them all before it comes out. And now it's like, yeah, I ain't going to be able to finish eight fucking books the size of it in time for that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you you could get through the first one, I'm sure, because that's quite quite it's short. Small, but, yeah. you know, yeah. The thing um, is, though, are you even excited for the Dark Tower? See, I don't know, because I've never actually read the Dark Tower books. Yeah, it's but... not, I heard that this is what happened when right when he got in the accident. Yeah. And it wasn't horror. 
was... Yeah, I mean, I, I've seen the trailer, and I'm really liking what I'm seeing. Yeah. You know, um, so I'm thinking it's going to be quite good. Yeah, me too. I'm, I am going to yeah. check it out. Yeah, I, I'm, 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 gonna, I'm definitely going to go see it. I mean... Definitely. Idris Elba alone is worth it, you know. Yeah, I'm surprised they didn't. I'm surprised they didn't hold off on it until Halloween. Aren't you a little bit? I am. I mean, but it's no question. It's going to be a monster hit. There's not even a shred of doubt. But it's like if that's the case, you'd probably get that much more business in Halloween. You probably would, but I'm thinking they're probably thinking with Saw coming out and uh, Leatherface. yeah, and Leatherface. I think there there's a good amount of horror coming out in October. Yeah, you do got so the new Shucky movie. Yeah. So they're probably so, sitting there thinking September, not much going on. So. Yeah, probably. Yeah. You know. I mean, it's gonna um, do good regardless. I mean. Oh, I'm sure it. I'm sure it will. And I'm I'm I haven't even seen it, but I'm telling you right now, it's a day one Blu-ray buy for me. Oh, for sure, and it's also a day one theater visit for two. Yeah, hell yeah! I'm honestly, I'm gonna try to go the night before. Oh, the Thursday screenings. Yeah, like the the you know the late night Thursday screening. They usually give out like some kind of one sheet or something for it. Sometimes they do, yeah. You know, and honestly, I love the poster. Was it just the hand holding the balloon out? No, the the one where you got like Georgie stood there, and you got Pennywise there, and he's holding this balloon. You can't see his face. Yeah, that's what I'm talking you, you, about. Yeah, you can just see it slightly through the balloon. I love that poster. Yeah, I've I, I've been looking online to see if I can find gonna, somewhere to buy it. <laughs> you think that's going to be the theatrical poster? Like, you think that's what's going to be on the Blu-ray cover I, and stuff? I I hope it is. Yeah. Because because honestly, you know. There's so much in the giant floating heads, you know, yeah, definitely. on movie posters, and I hate those. I really do. And that's such just, it's just such a classy-looking poster. Yeah. I mean, I want to, I've actually, I buy a lot of my posters from Amazon, just their reproductions you get from shops for, like, 15 yeah. bucks or whatever. Yeah. Like, it's where I would just go on Amazon, and, like, I was going through a big Asian movie kick a while ago. Yeah, I had like typed in audition poster and got a reprint of that. Like, I don't know if you see my videos, like Tale of Two yep. Sisters and Itchy the Killer. Yeah, like I just yep. had all those sent and they look awesome. But I was looking for an it one of the original one. Oh yeah, dude, I can't find it for some reason. I know it's it's not easy to find. Yeah, even but even like a reproduction of it, like I know you would think, especially now. Yeah. You know, with the new one coming out, that they'd go out of their way. Yeah. You know? Yeah, because well, that's one of my... I like collecting posters, too. Yeah. I mean, I'm running a lot out of room, but especially since <laughs> a lot that. of these Arrow sets come with posters. Like, that oh, yeah. Donnie Darko set came with a Donnie Darko poster that's badass. Yeah. Yeah. You know, the Scarlet Box came with an awesome poster. That Phantasm set came with a badass poster. Oh, yeah, definitely. I mean... That's it, one of my favorite inclusions on CDs and movies is when it comes yeah. to the mini poster. Yeah. I like the I got the the one framed for uh, Lady Snowblood. Oh, yeah. I love that. That's just, that's just one of those really simple... Excuse me. Really simple, clean, classy-looking posters, you know? Yeah. 
See that? Like I'm like OCD when it comes to posters, though. Like I need them yeah. framed. Oh yeah. I just keep them in the tube until I get a frame for it because there's something about just tacking them to the wall that I don't like, you know? Yeah, yeah. I find it. I find it depends on what it is. Obviously, like if I've spent like you know like four bucks and bought like a, like a poster. Poster. Yeah, you know, I'll just stick that up anywhere. But like you know, like my Halloween poster that I have, I had that framed for a long time. Yeah, that's at the re- point where you can go into Walmart it, you know? and get a frame for ten bucks. You know, twenty-seven yeah. by forty frame, ten bucks. Yeah, and just slap it in. There you go, done. You yep. know, simple, but and it, it does works. make it look a lot more classy too, man. Oh, definitely, definitely. I actually got um, one thing I have framed when I got the. Universal Monsters Collection. Oh, did that come uh, with a poster? I got that with uh, from Britain instead of the American one or the Canadian one because it was a hell of a lot cheaper, and it came with uh, like lobby cards for each of the movies. Oh, okay. So I've 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 framed them all in like one frame. Oh, that's a good idea. You know, and it, and it's you know, it made use of a big frame. Yeah, that's a good idea. I mean. Yeah, There's stuff like that. It is hard to find frames for. Like uh, Severin, they released Dark Water and uh, the other Hell. On yeah. The same day, they're like these nun exploitation movies. Yeah. I'm sure you've heard of them, but I guess yeah. Severin was at some convention when those movies got released. It had the director Mario Bano of Dark Water, and you know the ah. guy who directed Troll Two. Yeah. Well, he wrote. Uh, the other hell yeah so they Severin had those two people there the guy troll 2 director and the director of dark water and they were had had him signing stacks of just the cover art like not a case yeah. but just the cover art of those movies yeah and i had already i had already pre-ordered those two blu-rays and like yeah. a week before they were going to ship it was like oh we now have this option and it had a, showed a picture of him signing them. It said, you know, for $10 extra, we'll ship you the movies. And then we'll also include both artworks signed by the directors, too. Yeah. You know, so I was like, oh, hell yeah, 10 bucks for the director yeah. of Troll 2's autograph? <laughs> I'm like, hell yeah. And then yeah. Dark Water. I mean, I, had, I hadn't seen it at that point, but it's an Italian nun-demon movie, so yeah, whatever. But anyways... They sent them to me, and I just bought little tiny frames for them, and yeah, they look awesome. Yeah, I mean, and it just it just gives it, um, you know, like a bit of a different thing, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, <laughs> yeah. What are we about two hours in? Still on the news? Yeah. <laughs> well, it's it's apparently been a big news week. <laughs> yeah, I know. But let's get into some of these releases. Yep. Um. There's one, oh, I forgot to put who's releasing it. Oh, Unearthed Films is actually releasing this. Mm-hmm. And it's a movie I heard about, and it's coming out in August. It's a movie I heard about two or three years ago, and I wanted to see it, called mm-hmm. Three Tears on Bloodstained Flesh. Yeah, I saw the trailer for that. Yeah, is it? I haven't seen the trailer, but is this like a Giallo feel? Because it sounds exactly like a Giallo name. Yeah, yeah, it seems to have that kind of feel, yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm kind of, I'm going to grab it. Not day one, but I am, just because a Giallo yeah. film coming out from Unearthed Films. Yeah, it's going to be kind of sick. <laughs> yeah, and I'm, I'm a big fan of Unearthed. So am I. The I only mean, time I've been let no. down is that Red Room. Yeah, well, 
I think with Red Room, it's one of those things, if you know what you're getting into when you get it. Yeah. You know, I think, you know, if you're, and let's be honest, unearthed films aren't usually the the most cheap. Yeah, they're expensive. Yeah, so, you know. When I think of unearthed films, though, I think of, like, torture movies, though, for some reason. Well, I mean. Like Atros and all that, and the guinea pig movies, and. Yeah. Most of their stuff seems to... And then Lung. Did you ever see Lung? I didn't see it. I've uh, seen the the case for it. And oh, it's awesome. But that goes into... Yeah. Remember you were saying you love it when movies include the original? Yeah. Did you know Lung is actually the second one? And it includes the first one as the bonus disc? <laughs> I had no idea until I ordered it. Lung is the sequel of another movie. That's kind of cool. Yeah. And, I was, and at first I was like, oh my god, this is a sequel? And I was like, I have to get the first one. And I kept reading. Yeah. I was like, oh, the second Whoa, disc is, is the first one. I was like, oh, thank God. Yeah. Death pick up long, though, dude, for real. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, I, I love stuff from Unearthed Films. I really do. I mean, they're, they're one of those companies that just, you know, you, you just like supporting them, you know? That, and I like the fact that if it's from Unearthed Films... There's like a seedy kind of grimy quality to getting it too. You yeah, know what I mean, there's just there's something dirty about that company for some reason. Yeah, and it's awesome. Yeah, I mean, a hundred tears <laughs> is awesome too. I love that movie. Yeah. I really do. <laughs> but uh, this next release, it actually just came out two or three days ago. I'm definitely mm-hmm. picking it up because the price is right. Uh, the Warlock trilogy on Blu-ray from uh, Best Yes. Yeah. Um, I haven't seen the third one, Armageddon, but I saw the first two. I haven't either. I, I love the first two. From what I've heard about the third... I heard it's garbage, man. Yeah, I've heard that too, but, you know, the completionist in you... Yeah, you I'm want the same it, right? way. Yeah. And it's one of those things I've also heard everybody say Wishmaster 3 and 4 are garbage, and there's things I like about both of those. Yeah. I found the problem with Wishmaster Three was, you know, and yeah, that's three the worst one, man. That they that they changed the actor. That well, yeah. Andrew Divoff or whatever to. Yeah, it was whoever, weird when when, uh, when I first watched those sequels, I mm. liked the third one a lot because I like school settings and like college settings in movies. Yeah, yeah. And I liked that aspect of it and the fact that that was Sean Connery's son playing yeah. the main teacher dude. Yeah. It was just, I did like it, but watching it again when the Vestron released that Blu-ray set. Yeah. They're not a, that one was actually the worst out of all of them. Yeah. I always remember when I saw the first one. I saw the first one in theaters, actually. Of Wishmaster or Warlock? Yeah. Wishmaster. Dude, that's a, that'd be a perfect choice for if you're just getting into horror. Definitely. Because there's a, it's it's exactly like Hatchet. There's so many horror actors. Yeah. It's almost like that was Hatchet before Hatchet. Yeah. I, I remember seeing it in the theater and just, you know, having a really good time. Yeah. No, you I know? love that whole thing. And I love the sequel just as much, if not more. Yeah. Like, I, love, I wish my lawyer would go fuck himself. Then the lawyer comes <laughs> in, he's like, good news, we got you free. And yeah. then all of a sudden he dies, and he's like, what about my case, dog? Yeah. My case. <laughs> Oh man, I just, I just, what I liked about it was the fact that, you know, like, like the first one, for example, like the way it ended, you know, it wasn't like some giant fight or anything. It was literally 
her him getting summoned like, back into the like, stone. Like, yeah, like undoing the like like the original wish or whatever almost, you know? Yeah. That's my I favorite stuff... shot of the film though. Remember where you see what it's like inside the crystal? Yeah. Remember you're, the camera slowly kind of is going down that corridor? Remember yeah. you see uh, Jin or whatever? Remember he turns around real quick and looks at the camera? Yeah. And it just goes to black? But that look he gives yeah. is creepy, dude. I remember the it first is. time I saw that movie, like, the movie didn't creep me out at all. I mean, it was kind of laughable, but yeah. it was really oh, good. Yeah. <laughs> but, dude, that last scene, I was like, wow, that was a, actually a really evil look, man. Yeah, I just love that part where, like, right at the very beginning, also where the where the the Sultan or whatever is there, and you like show me wonders, and then oh, like there's like this scene where it's actually in Egypt or India, yeah. Or whatever. And Dude, there's that like was awesome. The skeletons like crawling out of people and stuff. Yeah, that was badass. That, yeah, that was some really good stuff. I mean, who directed this? Isn't it this that from I, the director of K and B effects or? I, it, this was directed by Howard Berger from K and B Effects. Yeah, um, I was. I, I know it has something to do with Wes Craven. Oh, he he uh, produced. I don't, whether it. he it's, just produced. It's yeah. a Wes Craven presents, like you know, just like how he presented a uh, like Carnival of Souls remake. Yeah, it's that kind of thing where he just put money in his name. Yeah. Um... Yeah, it was one of those things that, you know, was just a it was just a good flick, you know? Yeah, yeah. Robert Kurtzman. Oh yeah, that's who it was. But he's part of K and B effects. Yeah. He's the K. He's the K. <laughs> <laughs> but uh Yeah, Howard Berger's the uh I think Howard Berger's the B and his N uh, I think it's Greg Nicotero or whatever. I think so, yeah. But anyways, yeah, I'm picking the Warlock trilogy up eventually. Dude, yeah. Believe it or not, in America, that thing for the trilogy, brand new, was only twenty five bucks. That that's really reasonable. I mean, yeah. I think actually over here, it's it's not super expensive compared to the other like. I think know. Vestron's getting the hint, you know, because yeah. when they first released their first batch of movies was Shopping Mall and Blood Diner, yeah. and those things were twenty eight dollars for them in America. And yeah. it's like, dude, I mean, Arrow's charging 18 to 22 bucks for a release of a movie that's good. Why would you charge yeah. $28 for Blood Diner? You know what I mean? It's like, that's true. But now they're actually getting the hint, I think, because they're keeping their prices here now around 20 22 And I yeah. remember when the Wishmaster Quadrilogy set came out, mm-hmm. I think that was 40 bucks brand new, which is an, it's a decent price. I mean, 10 bucks a movie. Yeah, but now the fact that Warlock trilogy is twenty five bucks for three movies—that's a good price, man. Yeah, I, th- I I think I definitely order it from America actually because it's uh forty nine seventy four over here. Oh wow! And it takes one to three weeks to ship. I gotta say though, that artwork they use though sucks, man. It's yeah, gray it's, it's... and just boring looking. Honestly, I'd have preferred if they just used the the first movie's cover. Oh, yeah, with the shadow. I love that, the, uh, yeah. 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 Anyways, and I'm... also, uh, just um, since I'm just looking at this right now, it's all. I just also noticed uh, they're showing the Arrow video release of the Slayer as well. Yeah, no, I'm excited for that too. 
I know I we remember talked I... about this on the first podcast, I think, mm-hmm. but one of my most hyped ones that's coming out is definitely The Resurrected. That that movie is so cool. I've never seen it, and it's, it hasn't been yeah. available, so... Yeah, um, I, I can tell you right now, it, it it's... it's I don't want to say a masterpiece, but, you know, and I wouldn't exactly put it in S-class movies, but I'd, I'd give it a solid 9, 10 out of 10. Yeah, I'm gonna have, I, I was going to pick it up anyways, just for the yeah. sole fact, H.P. Lovecraft and Chris Sarandon. Yeah, and then held Dan O'Bannon. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah. And I wanted to touch um, quick on The Unholy. Are you picking that up, or could you care less about that? I don't know. I've I've... I've been hearing stuff about it. The movie or the release? The release. I've been the slip st- cover. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Do you know I, about it? No, I, I've just heard a, like a little bit, you know. Well, the thing like, is, these Vestron movies—they're numbered. And yeah. A lot of these lines, like Scream Factory, and so they don't number their releases, so it's not. It, so a lot of people, if you bought like. A lot of people are just wanting to collect the whole line, so you have on your shelf one, two, three, four, etc. You know. Yeah. And it's like uh, the thing is, a lot of all these came with slip covers, and on the spines, they're all matching slip covers. So yeah. It's one of those things. It's it's. They say if you pre-order it, you're guaranteed a slip cover. Yeah. And I remember Grindhouse Video. They posted their weekly video of the stuff they got in that week, and he was like, "We got all the." unholy movies in but none of them were slipped with or shipped with slip covers and yeah. then um diabolic posted we didn't get any slip covers then amazon all these companies are posting they didn't get any slip covers but i know the thing is though you saw cool duder and all the you know the big reviewers doing them yeah yeah they had slip covers in their videos so yeah. come to find out vestron video tried to pull a slick one and send slip covers to the reviewers who weren't paying a dime for these movies. Yeah. And then the people that pre-ordered your product and gave you money for the movies don't get slipcovers. Yeah, that's kind of... It was kinda... really weird. I mean, me personally, I could actually care less about slipcovers. I mean, I yeah, like it... them. I do really like them, but I'm not going to yeah. flip out, and I'm not going to return it if it don't have a slipcover. No. it's one of those things where if I'm promised one, if I pre-order it, yeah, you damn better, better get, get it. Cover, man. You yeah, know, especially if I'm seeing Cool Duder on there, who don't pay a dime for any movie. Yeah, with a slip cover, you know what I mean? Yeah, it's, you know. It's, yeah, especially it's, it's, if it's numbered, and all yeah. the releases match. You know what I mean? That's one thing that you know really like irks me when like you get something that like. Everyone matches, and then you get one without a slipcover, and you're like, well, damn. Yeah. You're almost like you want to take them all out of their cases and put them all without the slipcovers well, to make them all one, match again. Well, that's what one buddy of mine said. He was like, well, I collected them all. They all have slipcovers. Now the unholy don't have a slipcover. And it's like the one after that came with the slip, so now you just have the misfit one. So it's like yeah. at that point he said, I'm just going to take all the slipcovers off, sell them on eBay so they all match again. Yeah. Well, maybe... Like, Maybe Vestron should do something where um, the Vestron releases where you could order slips separately. Either that or just do away that with the slips. Cool. Just do it like Unearth does with their special editions. Have that tri-fold thing 
Yeah. It, it doesn't slide into a slip. It's just the trifold. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. It still looks flashy. Still looks good. Still feels high quality. I mean. Yeah. But regardless, I mean, it's one of yep. those things where that was really shady, especially yeah. when the company's the unholy was another one that was like twenty seven dollars. Yeah. So it, so first of all, you have to deal with the eco friendly case Ugh. when you're pay, when you're paying thirty dollars for a release. Yeah. To put up with the eco friendly case kind of sucks, but then on yeah. top of that, not to get the slip cover, it's like yeah, you know, that's just kind of like. You know, it's like you've, you've fallen over. Someone's walked up to you and then punched you in the balls as well. I know, man. It's, you know? It's, <laughs> just insult Vest- injury. Yeah, this Vestron series too, man. Yeah. Like, they're cool, but it's like they haven't released anything that's got me like, oh, shit. Like, everything they've released has been available in those eight packs. Like, you remember that ve- yeah. that uh, Lionsgate eight pack that had uh, 967 Evil 2? Remember it had... Parents, yeah. it had, it was had all those. It had Blood yeah. Diner, it had Shopping Mall. It's yeah. like released some stuff that we haven't seen. Like the Gate was, I guess, cool. Yeah, I've always liked that movie. Yeah, that was the one that was surprising because, but the thing is though, all the stuff they've released has been available. The Unholy was available in a, a four pack with Fright Night and all this other yeah. stuff. It's like. You know, like, do some... You should have just did Rawhead Rex. They licensed the movie to Kino Lorber. It's like, you already own the rights to Rawhead Rex. Why wouldn't you have just have released it under Vestron? Yeah. See, I, I would have paid for that. Well, I... I because it's a, something... Yeah, they it's messed up by that. different, no? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, like, you know, I would like to get the Blu-ray of Chopping Mall. Yeah. And I would like to get the Blu-ray of uh, Return of the Living Dead 3. Yeah. But, you know, at the prices they are over here, you I'm well perfectly happy DVD, with the DVDs, yeah. Yeah, they're you not know? worth $30. Well, I don't even know what they'd be to you. Probably 50 Let's Let's take a look. Chopping Mall. I'll say it's 37 bucks near you. I don't know, though. Chopping Mall, uh, forty-eight thirteen. Oh, my God, dude. Well, I think the For thing chopping is... Chopping Mall. It's because they're um, imports over here. Yeah. You know, so, you know, we're paying a premium for that as well, unfortunately. Well, you can get it used for 33 so, you know, Dude, I guess. that's still crazy, man. Yeah, and 45 for Return of the Living Dead 3. Oh, my God, dude. Yeah, I don't see Vestron lasting too much longer, though. Not, not, not like this. I mean, the Wishmasters, they've been readily available. Ain't nobody had ever a problem getting them. The Warlocks... You could buy all the Warlock movies for, what, six or seven apiece? It's like... Yeah. They need to start releasing stuff that ain't out, you know? You have Either Massacre or... Video releasing Hack-O-Lantern, all these heavy hitters. You have The yeah. Resurrected, you have stuff like Rawhead Rex, and like, oh, here's yeah. Vestron again, like, with... Uh, I, I bet you anything their next release is going to be 976 Evil. Two, yeah. the second one. Since the first one is coming out from Sony... And then yeah. I, I'm willing to bet money their next releases, too, will be Class of 1999. Yeah. Know, it'll be stuff that we've already seen, and they're not releasing anything new. No. And, I mean, you know, there is a market for, like, the for the older stuff. But, you know, you got to be reasonably priced as well. 
Yeah. I and they're kind of you know I'm I'm looking at them now. The cheapest one I see over here is Waxwork one and two for twenty nine eleven. You know what's funny is I think that's one of their strongest releases. Well, maybe like that's those, saying something, you yeah, know. That double feature though was a that was readily available too, but I love the first wax work a lot. So do I. The I second one there was, was something kind really of... likable about Zach Galligan too. Yeah. <laughs> but this next yeah. uh, release, I saw it in Best Buy about mm-hmm. three days ago, and I was really tempted to get it. Just because I've heard it looks better is that Tales from the Crypt box set. Yeah. I mean, I have them all on single seasons, though. Yeah. But what I, I did hear, though, that they printed these on new discs, not Blu-ray. But I heard there's something like they look better than the original season sets, but I just don't see how that could be. You know what I mean? Like, the season yeah. sets in the actual case look the exact same. It's like they just took a giant sleeve, like the Halloween set. Yeah. They just took a big sleeve with Crypt Keeper and put it over that the season yeah. sets. It's the 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 black cover with the yellow font and yeah, everything. Right? It's actually really lazy looking, yeah. Yeah. But they want like a um, hundred and something bucks for this thing. Yeah, I'm I'm looking at it right now. Um a hundred and seventy four bucks. Oh, dude, that's As crazy, opposed man. to 119 for the original set. The thing is that you can... And those are some cooler-looking covers, too. I know. Well, that, too, and it's also... Uh, you can go on Amazon, I'm sure you... Well, I don't know about Canada, but they have packs. Like, the first and second are available together here for 20 bucks. Then you can get Season 5 and 6 together for 20 bucks. For some reason, those are the only ones together. And then what? all the other seasons are twenty apiece. So no matter what, you can get the whole entire series for a hundred bucks. Yeah, you see, and, and like, let's be honest, that's reasonable for that. It's a monumental oh. show. I mean, it's amazing. It's hours upon hours of entertainment. It's it's worth a hundred bucks. Yeah, I'm, I'm just say it's worth a hundred seventy too. But if it's available yeah. for a hundred, why? Well, I tell you what, right now I'm just looking on Amazon, and there's a, there's a German Blu-ray of it. Of the whole series? It looks to be. Um, 32 episodes. No, the whole, se- the whole series is 96. Season 1, season 2, season 1, season I, I, I don't know. It's... Yeah, because there's 96 episodes yeah. in the whole series. But, I mean, hell, this is 22 bucks. But that gets me to my point, though. If you're going to go all out and charge $175 for it, it's when it's been out for years, Yeah. just make the thing Blu-ray. Yeah, make it Blu-ray. Add in the the movies as well. Yeah, and it's one of those things where even if it was Blu-ray, $175 is still steep, man. Yeah, it is. Twin Peaks wasn't that, and that included the movie. I mean, every... Yeah, The Sopranos isn't even... The Blu-ray set of The Sopranos ain't even that. And it's like, what? These are just re-releases of DVDs. I don't understand that. Yeah. Like, if I, these were Blu-rays, they would have been a day-one purchase, even at that price tag. Yeah. But... I, I mean, you, you could understand, you know, 170 for for that many Blu-rays. Blu-rays yeah. You know? But the thing is, though, I already have all the season sets, and I have the Scream Factory Blu-ray of the two movies 
and yeah. I have the double feature Blu-ray of the Amicus ones too. So yeah, I, I tell you what, I'm seeing something right here, which is kind of weird. You know the the third Tales from the Crypt movie, Ritual. Yeah, that's the only one I don't have. Uh, at this price, uh, DVD copy from 2001, a 74.41. Yeah, it's out of print. And what sucks is I that's saw crazy. it. I saw it. At, FYE like a year or two ago for like four ninety nine used. Oh man! But I had no idea that's one that would be out of print. Yeah, I mean, you you wouldn't think it would be. I mean, you wouldn't think there'd be that much of a, a call for it. Uh, well, I heard it actually sucks, but I, I've heard that too. The thing is, though, like I consider myself a diehard Tales from the Crypt fan. Yeah. Like, when I was young, that was my favorite show. Like. When I first started collecting movies, that was one of the first things I have ever got from my collection, was all the season sets. And I remember they weren't available anywhere here. And I remember the only place was Barnes & Noble. And they were charging like $40 a season. But do you remember that's when when DVDs first came out? Remember they were hugely expensive? I remember that, definitely. remember you had to pay like $30 for a DVD copy of like, uh, like Gladiator. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it's like, dude, yeah, but anyway, I paid the money for him. I was actually working at a grocery store here. Yeah. And I, you know, every check I'd go and get some. But that was like, it's still to this day a highlight of my collection. Yeah. It's just well, painful knowing there's not a Blu-ray of it. Yeah, all I can think is maybe, you know, it's just not, uh, they can't get the quality up. I don't know, man. It's HBO. Like, it's not yeah. like they just throw their shit in a shed, you know? And, and I mean, honestly, let's be honest. Like, um, when it comes to Blu-ray and stuff, I w- this is something I wish they'd do more of. You could take the the SD... And upscale and, it. And, and just, just port it over onto a Blu-ray, the same quality as the DVD, but then let, the, let, let people's TVs upscale them. Yeah. You know, and it fit maybe the entire series onto like two or three Blu-rays. I don't. But think it would it, it would it would be it would be like SD quality. Yeah, you, you know, know I I'd rather uh, if they do. I'm sure it will get released on Blu-ray someday. Yeah. Or maybe not though, because if it's about the time they should have released it, and they just released the DVD set, but uh, we need some features with that man. I mean, definitely. I mean, it's it's the first season did come with that feature length documentary about yeah. the comics code and horror comics in general, which I yeah. watched a lot back in the day. Yeah, but I like some commentaries on notable episodes and yeah, I'd like, a, definitely. I'd like a documentary that was made like now. Yeah, highlighting on the legacy and whatever. Oh yeah, well I mean you get those guys like you know um. They did the documentary for. Um, Are you talking about Red Shirt. Um, no, the like ones that Pet Cemetery documentary and. No, uh, the the ones that did um, for Return of the Living Dead. Yeah, I think that's Red Shirt Pictures, man. Is it? Yeah. Well, yeah. They do they, all the they, special features for these companies. Yeah, they do a great job, and so do the people that did um, the one for The Exorcist, The Fear of God. Oh, I don't think I saw that one. That's on the the Exorcist Blu-ray. The 40th and, anniversary one? Yeah, I think it's on pretty much all of them. Oh, okay. It's like a feature-length documentary. It's 
awesome. Is it weird? I don't, I don't have a Blu-ray copy of The Exorcist. I still have that 2000 Snapper Case DVD, the version you've never seen. <laughs> wow, really? That's the, yeah. yeah. It, that 40th anniversary edition goes for like yeah. 50 bucks, dude. Well, you, you know what the secret is there then, right? What? You just buy, just buy the box set. Yeah, I know, but the thing the is... The box set though, has man, the 40th anniversary in it. Really? Yeah. Man, I like... I do, the thing is, though, I like... I bought the Scream Factory edition of Part 3, because Part 3 yeah. is actually my favorite out of all of them. Yeah. And that cover for the Scream Factory edition of Part 3 is yeah. beautiful, man. That's another it one is. that uses that purple yeah. shading and stuff. It works really well. I mean, um, I got that along with the box set, so yeah. you know, I, I keep them together. As long um, as they're not using that artist that does the Land of the Dead... And as long as they're not using that artist, I'm fine. That artist is, I, I'm not sure who he is, but he, did he has a species one yeah, too. He has a certain style. It's like really and simple and modern looking. And I don't yeah, like that. For I like the stuff, detailed paintings covers. Oh yeah. I like, like, like the old, like Drew Struzan style, like the old Star Wars posters and everything. Yeah, that, but I'm talking about like even Screen yeah. Factory, like the artists they used for, Leatherface 2, or the artists they use for Black Christmas and, uh, like, The Burning. Like, I like those kind of art. I don't like the stuff that looks like it was done on a computer, you know, like, oh, this is the font we used for Land of the Dead, let's put a little, you know, computer-generated looking zombie. I don't like that. Yeah, I mean, it's the sort of thing, there, there are times when it works, depending on the movie, I find. Yeah. But there are other ones that just, you know... You need to go with painted. Right. Have you seen the cover for Species, the Scream Factory one? Uh, it's really simple, just has her in her alien form, but it's in that same art style as Land of the Dead. Species. Let's just take a look. That's like the only one by that artist that's decent. Like, I do kind of dig that cover. Mm-hmm. Come and on, then that man. guy also did the cover of the Steelbook exclusives for those John Carpenter movies. Yeah, yeah, I'm seeing the shitty man. Yeah, I'm seeing the species one now. Um, I it's tell you right what, looking probably. I mean, it's it's okay, but there's another one that uh, a painted one. Yeah. That was um, I don't know if I I can't see it here, but I, I have it somewhere, and it. It looks quite, quite good. Yeah. You know, it, the look it looks better than that. Yeah, we'll say but that's my no? point though. But you got to admit the like, the realistic artists that are doing uh, like Texas Chainsaw Two, like those yeah. covers are so much better than these new covers Scream Factory's putting out. Yeah, I, I know what you mean. It's one of these things where you'd think too, Scream Factory, you know, they're slacking, you know, a little bit. They're a little they were bit, yeah. at the bottom of the barrel for a long time. You know, focusing a little bit too much on IFC. Um, Yeah. So it's like, if that's the case, you at least got to put some banging artwork on it, man. It's like, if you're digging at the bottom of the barrel, why would you put, like, really bland, boring artwork on them, too? That's true. Definitely. Like, But the thing is, though, they've been impressing me recently. Like, Slither, the new art they use for that is awesome. Uh, yeah. The new art they use for Resurrected, I like. Uh, yeah. You know, 
obviously misery. I'm yep. praying they do something amazing with the strangers. Yeah, well, I, they're going to have to. I mean, that. Excuse me, that's such like an iconic, like even even the standard cover is just so iconic. Yeah, that's what has me hoping. Like know. even regardless, I could still flip it and have the original cover. But the thing is, though, I hope they get a, a highly detailed artist like the guy who did People Under the Stairs and stuff. Yeah, you know, someone that could draw like Liv Tyler really good, and someone that could draw the three killers really good. Yeah, definitely. Um, it's it's the sort of thing. They're, they can they can they can be hit or miss with their covers. Yeah. You know, depending on. I mean, people have different you know. tastes. I mean, I'm sure there's people out there that saw that Land of the Dead cover and was like, "Oh my God, it's amazing." But... Yeah. Well, it's it's the sort of thing. I mean, if you go for the whole minimalist thing. Yeah. You know, I, and I mean, there's nothing wrong with. And it does all depend too on know. what type of movie it's for. Yeah. Exactly. Like, if a movie came out in, say, 2003, I would kind of expect the minimalist cover, you know? Yeah. But if something came out in the 80s, you got to yeah. have something, you know, like that, you know? Yeah, definitely. I mean, um, there, there's there's certain stuff that just works. I mean, you know, the whole painted posters, you know, always work. Yeah. I also love yeah. the look of old school posters from the seventies. You know where it's more. Rugged. Oh yeah. Like you know, yeah. like a Blood Feast or Last House on the Left. Oh yeah, and there's all the writing on it, and... and they're just white and black. They're not really, they're not flashy. There's just like a bunch of. It's usually the same thing over and over again. Yeah. Like remember yeah. House House on the Left? It was just the whole poster was like it's only a movie. It's only a movie. Yeah, you know, stuff like that's kind of cool. Or they'll be like advertising, oh, now in Dracula Vision and all this crazy stuff. But... Yeah, yeah, <laughs> definitely. <laughs> uh, but this next release is one I'm excited for because I didn't see it on TV. I was waiting till this Blu-ray came out. And that's yep. Ash vs. Evil Dead Season 2 coming out August 22nd. I'm, wait I'm so happy about that. Did you I mean... hold off on watching the Season 2? I, I held off on watching the first season, actually, until I saw that on Blu-ray. No, I was and the then, same way. I picked up the season Blu-ray 1 on, like, Black Friday. Yeah. Got it for, like, five, six bucks. Yeah. With the slipcover and everything, and I loved it, dude. Yeah. I mean, um, I, I thought it was... It, it. Let's be honest. It is Evil Dead 4. Definitely. And Bruce you Campbell's know? top of his game in this. I... Oh, I yeah. Loved, I loved how raunchy they were with it, too. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, it was just awesome, man. I like Xena in it. Uh, I lo One thing I do got to give to this show, though, is mm -hmm. the musical choices they use. Yeah. Like, there was, like, I remember me and my mom were watching it when I was up in Jersey. And I remember at the end of one episode, he's driving away with this camper. And you mm -hmm. hear Ted Nugent's stranglehold. Come yeah, on, and it just it went perfect, and right when it ended, it was just like, oh hell yeah, yeah. They 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 definitely they know, you know, they yeah. they make the right choices musically to say the least. Yeah, and I love the first one, but you know what got me real excited about this new one? Yeah, Ted Raimi is the best friend. That's but yeah, that's reason enough right Did there. Did you see that in the trailer? Yeah, like, I guess Ted like, Raimi. Has a, I guess Ted Raimi has a huge part in this season. That's cool. 
So, I yeah, mean, I'm picking that up first week it comes out. Yeah. Um, Ted Raimi's one of those people that's kind of underrated, you know? Um, well, he's always a little... He's like a side character in everything he's in. He was never a lead. Exactly. And, you and know... Small, bizarre parts he plays, like... Remember Midnight Meat Train? He's in it for five yeah. seconds, gets slammed yeah. with a hammer. His eyeballs come out. Yeah. Remember he's randomly in Twin Peaks? Remember yeah. he's in one episode as like a stoner dude? <laughs> it was like in, it, that was a bizarre thing. And then remember uh, Candyman? He's yeah. in that for five seconds. He's in. I know. He's in Wishmaster for five seconds. Yeah. I find it so funny with him in Candyman because he's got like the, you know, the, the, the leather coat on. He's like trying to like exactly look, how look like a badass. In, he's dressed exactly like that in Twin Peaks, though. Yeah, <laughs> it's the same character. Yeah, no, but that's why I'm glad about this because, I, from what I understand, he's in almost every episode. Well, that that's that's pretty damn cool. Yeah, and I've always dug him, so I'm excited for that. Yeah. And this <laughs> next release that comes out September 12th, I'm really excited for that. It comes at night. Oh, yeah, I, I I was going to see that in the theater, but I just never got around to it. Yeah, me too. I heard it's... I mix things, actually. Both ends yeah. of the spectrum, I've heard it's really awful. But I've heard a lot of people that I trust their opinion say yeah. it's awesome. You know, I've heard people say it's amazing. So it's yeah. one of those things i got to see for myself. Yeah, because, that's like, usually the case, isn't it? Yeah, because I'm a hit or miss, too, because Black Coat's daughter... It was yeah. the same thing. People loved it, but then there was people that thought it was complete trash. Like, yeah. I loved it. I thought it was definitely a, a contender for movie of the year. And yeah. And another one, The Witch. Remember people where you either loved The Witch or you hated it? Yeah. I loved it, man. So, so did I. The company that's releasing this, A24, mm. they've released The Witch and... Black Coat's Daughter, so oh, well, I'm betting yeah. I'm going to like it, you know? Yeah, probably. Are you, are here's, you, are you picking here's it up Here's something I'm wondering. I think I might. It'll only be like 12 at Walmart, I'm sure. Yeah, that that's that's good enough there, you know? Here's the thing uh, with The Witch. Did you like the ending? I loved it. I love the sound design with it, where you hear the ooh, or whatever, and then she's floating up yeah. in the air, and they're all floating. That was awesome, man. See, what I would have liked is, you know, when she's there and she's, like, talking to the goat? Yeah. And then like the deliver deliciously and, and all that? Yeah. And then, you know, right up to the point where, you know, she's just talking to the goat, it's not saying anything. Then it says, you know, like, you know, like, what do you wish or whatever. I would have ended it there. I would have had it, 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 it say, you know, like, what do you wish or whatever, and then just cut to black. Yeah. I was you know. really impressed with that movie, man. It has a, a like an evil feeling watching it. Just yeah. the imagery, like that. Mu- First of all, they all looked apart. I mean, the mother yeah. sitting there, remember with the crow, like pecking at her. Yeah, dude, that yeah. was. I love that movie, man. And just I remember I saw that in theaters. Yeah, I remember one of the first scenes you see is that witch. You actually see her one, and be remember how graphic it was. She's like grinding up that kid. And yeah. then rubbing the guts all over her body and everything. It was like yeah. like kind of graphic with it. I remember sitting there like, oh, wow. Like, they yeah. went there. And then there's also creepy, too. Remember the little, or the, not little, but the kid goes and finds 
the house she lives at. Remember, she steps out all slow, but she's yeah. Like, she's like it looks real young, but there's still a look in her eyes where it's like really creepy. Yeah, like the look in the young witch's eyes creeped me out more than her like old form. You know? Yeah, yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah. Well, I'm excited <laughs> about that just because I like A24. Yeah. But these next uh, two releases is another company. I haven't heard of either of these movies, but I trust the company, and that's Blue Underground's new special editions of Amsterdam and The Li- the Lift. Okay, um, I haven't heard of them, though. No. Yeah, but uh, I, I'm digging Blue Underground's doing those new three-disc special editions, you know, yeah. the Manhattan Baby, the Stendhal Syndrome, and uh, Deathline. Yeah. This seems like a line to collect, so I yeah. I'm going to. Yeah. And one thing I like about it, too, is they don't come with slip covers, so there's not even the worry about having to collect them or anything. That's good. I mean, you know. (laughs) And then the last release I have on the list here is I actually just got sent to me, and I'm really excited to watch it. It, The case looks beautiful, man. Is that that Hack-O-Lantern by uh, Massacre? Yeah. You picking that up or no? Uh, I think eventually I'm going to pick it up. It looks awesome, man. It's you know, it looks really cheesy, but supposedly this is like something you like have to watch during the Halloween season. It's like I'm, a Halloween slasher, something to do with a cult or something. Oh, it, it, I I always think it's it sounds like it could be quite good. So yeah, I mean it's no. uh it's yeah the, around Chris, uh, Halloween you ought to pick it up and we should do a show on it. I, I'm definitely up for that. Yeah. All right, yeah. man, uh, that's all I've had for releases. Now, uh, yep. you wanted to do a segment you had told me about, How Would I Fix, dot, 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 place movie title? Yeah. Um, when I first started my YouTube channel, I uh, I did a series. Well, it was, was going to be a series. It was going to be called um, Can We Fix It? And the whole idea was, you know, take something that, like, bombed or that people just really don't like, yeah and see you know like like what i could like what i could come up with that i think would have made it work better you know and it's all well and good when you do it yourself but you know when you're the only person coming up with ideas and everything it's kind of you know a little boring yeah so you know so you want to do your pick first of what yeah sure what um movie you thought of it would have been yeah you know what i'm I'm gonna I'm gonna go with what I went with on my first episode that I did. Yeah. That was the Nightmare on Elm Street remake. What would you have done differently? Well, first you off, have made it. Well, yeah. <laughs> no, I'm just I'll, kidding. I'll go with what they did right. Yeah. You know, I loved Jackie Earl Haley in it. Really. I really did, and I loved the Freddy Krueger design because it was it was it was it was different. You know. Oof. Man, I don't yeah. know about that. Yeah, I, I just really dug it. I thought it, I thought he did a really good job, but I would take out all of the the cheap humor. What, what do you mean by cheap humor? Like there, like there was like he had a few stupid little scenes, like you know, like where he, where. He, she comes out and he's got the the dog. He's like, I was trying to pet the dog, and it's oh, yeah. the dog's dead. I, I'd have left that out. I would have made him just one hundred percent pure 
like evil. Yeah, I don't. I just don't like the way you sounded. That you're all my children yeah. now. Like he yeah. sounded weird, man. He, he sounded like Rorschach. Yeah. You know, um, they could have done a better job with the voice. I, I'd have I'd have changed up the voice a bit too. Um, but I'd have kept him. I'd have kept the idea of the micro naps. Yeah. I thought that was a, a really interesting thing that was underplayed. And I'd have kept the design for the glove. Yeah. What I definitely would have taken out, though, was the CGI effect of him coming out of that wall. Oh. Especially when the original one from 84 looks so much better. Yeah. I tell you what, you know, I'd, I'd go even further. I'd take out that whole scene. Oh, that, yeah, it should have I, even I been take there. Out, I'd take out every scene that references the original. Yeah. You know? And, you know, I, I'd have I'd have got rid of those all together. I would have made it a completely, you know, original film. One thing I would have done, this, this pisses me off to no end, the opening credits, you know how they, it, it comes up like a Nightmare on Elm Street, and then it comes up people's names, and then the names show up as almost like a subtitle as well. Yeah. Um, I I'd have, I hated that. Yeah. One thing I'd put that I they did right with that is that mm-hmm. opening scene with the chick from the Black Christmas remake and yeah. that dude in the diner. Yeah, I, I thought love that. that. And he slits his own throat. Yeah. Like, to me, that and, was an original image. I liked it. It was... Yeah. And not just that. I mean, at that point, you know... F- that was the the Freddy they should have kept for the entire movie. Yeah, you know, this like, I'd I'd have also I'd have played up more of of like the anger, if you will, you know. Yeah. You know, because there's like that scene, you know, he's like when he's talking to the the guy and he's like, uh, like, can you bring back the dead and stuff like that, and, and you can hear like, like he's genuinely pissed off that he's dead. Yeah. Would you, you know, have I, kept that actress, that Rooney Mara? No. Yeah, she was boring well, as hell. Well, you know what? I'll, I'll tell you this. I'd, I'd have kept her for about five minutes, and then I'd have killed her off most unceremoniously. Yeah. Did you uh, like I'm, the kid I'm, that was from uh, Haunting Connecticut? No. <laughs> he annoyed me. Yeah, a little too emo. Yeah. And, I mean, you know, another thing that I would have kept, I would have kept the idea that maybe Freddy was innocent. Yeah, did, I was going to say, did you like that? Because I like, like that whole that. aspect where they made him a definite what uh, I would have, child molester or whatever? See, I, I, what, I, what I liked about the original Nightmare on Elm Street is, you know, he was a child killer. Yeah. You always assumed that he was a molester as well, but they never came out and said it. Not until... Well, they kind of did... Well, not even... I think the only time you heard, like, definite was when Freddy vs. Jason came out. Yeah, and that was just almost more of a, like, hinting at it than anything else. Yeah, like, he was still killing her, but this is one where they just straight up made it, oh, there's a room where he took him and all that. And... I, I know. I found that really dumb. What what I would have done with it, I would have, I would have made it almost, this is going to sound like a strange combination, I would have made it almost like The Crow, in that... He would. He, they'd. They'd. They'd he have was killed, killed him. unjustly. Yeah, he, they'd have killed him. Like now, he wouldn't officially have done anything that would have warranted it. 
but he would have been planning stuff. Yeah, definitely. You know, and essentially it would it it'd almost be like like a huge karmic retribution. You know, like yeah. they killed this guy, you know, he hadn't done what they killed him for. So as a result, he gets to come back and kill everyone's kids, yeah. Yeah, this... and, and I would have made it also that you know, him killing their kids would have been almost like part of the, the deal. You know, like he would he would have to do this before he could get on to what he really wanted to do. Yeah. You know, that's something I never got with the Nightmare on Elm Street movies. You know, he's supposed to be this like child molester killer and everything, but he's not going after like kids. He's going after teenagers. Yeah. This is one of those uh, movies, though, that I think, in all honesty, should have just never got made. I mean, you could I, yeah. you could recast Michael Myers. You could recast Jason. To a certain extent, you can recast Pinhead. And that's yeah. only because he's really only in all the movies for like five minutes anyways. Yeah. But, but Freddy, Freddy, he was in the yeah. movie most of the time. He's in every single one. And he, it's Robert England. You know what I'm saying? Like his yeah. personality is what you're seeing. So it's yeah. kind of like Freddy is out of any horror franchise. If one shouldn't be touched, it's Nightmare on Elm Street. Yeah, I know what you mean. I mean, I, I even I'm... go as far to say, don't even touch Pinhead. Yeah, but there's leeway with that because you don't really see him throughout the series, anyways. Yeah, you more so see all the other Cenobites. So it's yeah, that's a, that that could slide with me. But yeah. Freddy should be off limits. There's only one actor I think that should play him. Yeah. And if they're going to do anything in the future with Freddy, they ought to mm. go with that idea that Peter Jackson came up where there's, where, you know, where he's not, free, he's old people go dream just to mess with him. Have yeah. Have you heard that theory, that idea yeah. that Peter Jackson wrote? Yeah, that he's like so, like, no More. one's afraid of him. They go there and they literally beat the crap out of him. Isn't that an for awesome fun. idea, though? That like is, he manages and, to kill somebody in the dream, so the fear starts up again. And yeah, uh, yeah, that's that's yeah. what they should do. Because then you can cast Robert England. You know. What yeah. I mean? But I, I do mean, think I think Robert's done though. Um, yeah, I mean. Personally, I don't think he'd come back anyways. No, I, you, what you could do, which which would be interesting, because it's been done successfully before, you could get another actor to do all the physical stuff, and then. You know, put Robert England in makeup. Yeah. Motion capture his face. You know, and like digitally attach it to another actor. Yeah, even that, all that though, that's more effort it, than it would, really what the movie yeah. is. <laughs> like, it's one of those things where at that point you ought to just do a Super Freddy spinoff and yeah. have the guy who played Super Freddy do a whole movie. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, what? Here's an idea. Animated. Completely, a hundred percent animated, like in a really dark style. Maybe it may do good. I mean, a lot of people's interpretations and, of Freddy now are from Mortal Kombat. Yeah. So at that point, you might as well. Yeah. And then get Robert England to do the voice. Oh yeah, that's actually that would be. Because I'm, I am sure he would do it. Oh, definitely. It, it would just literally just sitting in a, in a and in a booth. Can... You could draw yeah. in so many Easter eggs, like Wes Craven Easter eggs and stuff in it. Oh, definitely, definitely. You could you could do it really good, and especially if you got like a good animation company. 
Like yeah. whoever it was that did, um, like, Castlevania recently. Yeah. You know, they they seem to know how to do gore and everything really well. You, you know, get to be get a realistic like that. drawer. Yeah. Some of that does detail really well. You couldn't and have, it's... like, a Rick and Morty type artist <laughs> doing it. Uh, uh, the funny thing is, you could probably put in a scene... With As that, with dream like, or whatever. Yeah, and and that would work. Yeah, <laughs> you know, um, it's the sort of thing though. Um, there, I think there was a lot of stuff in the remake of Nightmare on Elm Street that could have been great. Yeah, it was a lot if, of lost potential. Yeah, I mean, I just I I love the whole micronaps thing. Yeah, you know, I love the idea that you know like. You know, they're in one place, and it's turning into, like, the the boiler room. You know, and, and there's really nothing they can do about it. Yeah. You know, I thought that was such a cool idea that was, you know, kind of really under underused. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> one yeah. thing, though, that I got to admit I really liked in the, in the remake. You remember the... The Tina character. Oh yeah, that's Tina. That's that chick the, from uh, Black Christmas, right? I I think so. The the one. The blonde, you know, yeah. Yeah, I liked her death scene. I'm trying but, to even remember it. That's the yeah. one that uh. She she, she floats up from the bed and then she gets slashed along the front. In the oh, original, yeah, she's it was wearing Johnny she Depp's jersey too. Yeah. From the OG what, one. What I liked about that was just the like when you saw like the cuts just come down, it was just so brutal and so like slashing, you know? Yeah. It, you know, I, I just that thought scene it was, was done good. a lot better though in the original though. It was because I found at least in the original there was a lot more blood for one thing. And what I would have liked is if they'd done the way they'd done it in the remake, if they'd done it with a hell of a lot more blood. Yeah. Made it much, like, more graphic, but made it, like, you know, it looked like in the remake that, like, she was, like, as if, like, the, the like, his hand was, like, enormous, and it just, like, you know. Well, that, and they shortened the whole thing out, where in the original, that, yeah. you see her squirming and wriggling around and yeah. getting rolled around the roof and stuff. Here, it's just, like, she's lifted up and slashed, and then it's done. Yeah. Almost it, like they were just going through the motions, like, all right, we got that scene, check. Yeah. Next, check, you know. And that and that was a, a thing of, you know, well, we need a shout back to the original, we'll do the same thing. Yeah, just like the prison scene, you know what I mean? It's like... Yeah. Now, I, I got to admit, I did like the way that guy died in the prison. <laughs> yeah, I th that's one thing I give this movie, I think that prison scene was done better than... Yeah. Well, just because straight up, the way they portrayed how prison or the the jail looks, it's yeah. a lot more how a jail looks in real life than the one in yeah. the original. The original one, it's just like... It's like someone's basement. Yeah, bars, you know. The, yeah. I've been and, to jail. There's there's no bars, man. It's it's, <laughs> it's a door that... It, I'm not, I don't want to get too much into that, dude, but yeah. put it... How it looks in the remake is exactly how it looks yeah. in real life. White brick rooms with a door yeah. that closes. There's no bars it's a door yeah what i dug about that though is you know like he gets he gets completely decimated and 
the reaction of the other prisoner. Oh yeah, freaking out! I yeah. I loved that. Yeah, that was. I awesome. really did. You know, he's completely freaking out, and the thing is, they're gonna come in. You and know, think and he did it. they're gonna think he he did it, but then they're gonna look at him and they're like, he doesn't have a drop of blood on him. Yeah. And this guy's like been torn apart. Yeah. You know, there's something messed up going on. You know, so it's the sort of thing there were there was a lot wrong with it, but there was there were a few. You know, a few moments, I don't want to say of brilliance, because that's a bit over overstating it, but there were some good moments Yeah. that, you know, there was a lot of potential that was sadly wasted, you know? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. <laughs> you want to hear the one I picked? Yeah, yeah. I was looking through my collection thinking of one that has... Like that remake had a lot of potential, but just failed epically. Yeah, and that's got to be Rob Zombie's Thirty One. Ah, I yeah. assume you've seen this. Yeah, I I actually really liked it, but you know, no. are you for I, real? I, yeah, I'm. I'm. Let's put it this way: I'm a Rob Zombie fan. Well, I, I am too, I, though. I, but... I enjoy pretty much everything he puts out, wow. and I I I dug Thirty One, but I thought it was something again you know, that there was a lot of potential that wasn't utilized. Yeah, it's, I wanted to like it so bad. I mean, I am a huge, huge Rob Zombie fan, too. The only one I can honestly say I didn't like was El Super Bisto. But, that's um, the one I've never seen. <laughs> yeah, it's the only one I say I, I really could care less about, because straight yeah. up it isn't a horror movie. Yeah. But the thing with this, it has all the stuff that makes a Rob Zombie movie a Rob Zombie movie. I mean, all the characters yeah. are unlikable. I mean, yeah, it's uh, you know, everybody's raunchy as hell, dirty. Yeah. Everybody's sweating. Looks like they just stepped off a Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Yeah. But I, I wish I had more of a backstory, kind of, of what these characters were. I mean, they're yeah. carnival people. I, I assume that's the way he intended it, but I yeah, but. I, Straight up, I didn't care about any of these people throughout the whole entire movie. Yeah, um, I know what you mean. The whole the, judge the, thing was, what were you saying? The only person I cared about, honestly, was like, what was his name? Like, Deathhead or whatever, the 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 main bad guy. Oh, yeah, the who, bad the guys, but that's what I'm who saying. Who kills the priest? Bad guys. Like, these, you know, uh, he was the only cool one. <laughs> yeah, but these, the, I'm talking about the people in the van. Yeah. The only one I remotely even liked was the black dude. You know, yeah. looking up at, in the beginning, but just because it was kind of humorous, but uh, yeah, I mean, all in all, <laughs> I thought, I thought all purple. these characters were shitty. Yeah, I mean, um... but that's kind of Rob <laughs> Zombie's thing. His characters yeah. are like that, so yeah. I can't put that against it. One thing I didn't like was the whole judges aspect of it. They're yeah. all just sitting there. How are they seeing this? Like in the I beginning, know. when the midget. Uh, Nazi thing comes in and he's talking shit to him. The judges are in that room; they can yeah. see that. But when all these people are, say, they're in the bathroom or or whatever they're doing in another place, these judges are sitting there like they're able to see it, commenting on it. But there's no TVs, there's no screens, or yeah, it's, it's I mean, weird. it's a plot hole that's never really yeah. But I could let that yeah. slide. One thing I can't let slide though. Mm -hmm. is how shaky this camera is. It's very, very shaky. I yeah. gotta agree, definitely. It's, uh, and... it's, I, I, I hated that. Like, if it's, they filmed the whole movie 
stay they stabilized the camera it was all good but then right when an insane thing like the chainsaw fights and all that the yeah. camera was like blair witch style you know what i mean i know it it kind of takes you out of it yeah you know and it's it's a shame really you know uh like i said there is a lot of potential there yeah and my last yeah. point about this movie that would just that really grinds my gears about this whole entire thing mm-hmm. is I'm trying to think how to start this point. Okay. Rob Zombie says that he was required to cut a lot of footage. Like, he had to cut a ton of stuff, he says. Yeah. Now, I got two problems with that. The first problem is he kick-started that whole movie. That was yeah. crowdfunded. The whole, point, yeah. the whole point of getting crowdfunded is so you don't have to cut your stuff. So you could direct what you want to direct, release what you want to release. We're paying for it. Yeah, I mean it's not Harvey Weinstein and all them. They're not paying for it this time. Yeah. So a it shouldn't have even been cut. No. And b should have been on the Blu-ray. Exactly, man. Like, why would yeah. you release a Blu-ray of a movie we crowdfunded so you wouldn't have the whole backs of the MPAA, and then you 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 give us a Blu-ray of the cut theatrical version? Yeah, I, I know you what you think mean. That's wrong. Definitely, I agree. Yeah, and was... the thing is, the thing is with Rob Zombie, usually he's so good at like having a director's cut, which is so different I from it's like what... the theatrical. And he's a true horror fan, so you'd think he'd realize that. But yeah. the whole thing that baffles me in the first place, though, is this isn't a studio movie. Yeah. Like, why would he even? Why would he even submit it for a rating? You know what I mean? Yeah, I don't it's, know. It's one of those things, he wanted to release it for the fans, you know, he asked for everybody's money, it's like, don't even worry about theaters, you know what I mean? It's not yeah. like you're going to make that much money there anyways. It no. was a limited <laughs> thing, just forget all that, just release the whole bloody brutal version on a Blu-ray and it'll sell good, man. It's like, yeah. you're going to cut this film to shit for five screens, you know what I'm saying, that plays it yeah. for a Saturday night? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah I, that's I, that's I, what I, I consider a movie. Uh, how I would fix it, I just fix it all by giving the people what I originally told them I was going to give them. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I mean, um, like I said, I I I enjoyed it, but um, it's not perfect. Yeah, definitely. You know, it's and my least it's my least favorite Rob Zombie film out of every single one. Yeah, and especially like after you watch something like uh, Lords of Salem, which I love. You know, yeah, what what I like what I loved about that was the fact that you know he didn't care. Yeah, you know he sort of he filmed what he wanted and he put it on there and that's what's in the movie. It doesn't all make sense. Yeah, you know um, it makes a lot more sense if you read the book as well. Uh, I gotta say. <laughs> yeah. Um, but you know it it was obvious that no one was looking over his shoulder there. Yeah. And one thing, I, thing about Rob Zombie is I normally I would say Halloween 2 is my least favorite Rob Zombie film. Mm-hmm. But that whole opening scene of Michael Myers I, in that hospital just going to town. I love you know that. What I mean? Yeah. Like, I remember when he's stabbing that black nurse. I know, and it's just, it's just so brutal. It. And then uh, Laurie Stromer, she escapes and she's running 
out in the parking lot, you just see how brutal he is just walking out in the rain and stuff. And yeah. That one scene right there made that movie better than 31 to me. Oh, yeah. And I always liked in that when, uh, like, when right at the beginning when he's, when the guys are in the ambulance. Yeah. And and they crash, and then he, he you know, he well, cuts you know, off that guy's head. But, yeah, he was one of the... Yeah, he was the one in that van. Yeah, he cut off his head with a piece of glass. I mean, yeah, like like that's brutal right there. I mean, and do you remember Doomhead was at was in Halloween one, too? Remember those two like uh, at the asylum where Michael Myers was at? You remember those two yeah. guys that go in like they make yeah. fun of them and to sleep with them and stuff? Yeah, well, one of the two dudes in that room was Doomhead also. Yeah. He's a good actor. I, I like him. Yeah, he's in that Ray Donovan show I was telling you about too. Well, that's that's he plays pretty a mobster. But yeah, he's like a that. Yeah, that's zombie. like a perfect role for him. Yeah, he's like a Rob Zombie staple, though. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I Halloween's another one that you know I'd like to do. Uh, like, how can we fix it on that? The Halloween remakes. Yeah. You know, because there's a lot in there that, um, you know, that kind of went wrong yeah but there's a, a lot in that's good also you know yeah definitely yeah <laughs> this uh you want to get into uh, our feature review of child eater yeah might as well uh, what what day did you watch this i watched this about well, i think monday okay what was uh yeah. your what's your overall opinion of the movie before we get into details my overall opinion is it's lost it's, potential. Yeah. Yeah, definitely it yeah. ties into how would this could be a how yeah. could we fix? But, yeah. Um, yeah, I did. I I dug it, but it could have been so much better. What I found sort of the problem was, at least at least for me, through most of the movie, you had no clue if like the killer guy is supernatural or if he's like just like a crazy guy well at the end when you see more of them in the light see i i that's what i liked i wish they'd done more of that i I wish they'd have made it more clear yeah you know i gotta say this movie though was Mm -hmm. uh i don't know it's 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 lost potential but there are some really effective scenes in it though oh definitely the first thing i want to point out in this movie though is not a single child gets eaten I know, which I mean, is a one, little... One kid, has, his, her eyes gets cut out, whatever, Yeah. pushed out. For some, He pushes his fingers in their eye sockets, but for some reason the eyeballs are complete round, you know, when they come out. Yeah, and they uh, come out and they're perfectly... Yeah. <laughs> no, but, uh, yeah, that, that was... I love the name, though. It's just perfect yeah. name. Uh, Child Eater, yeah. This never came out on Blu-ray, and I gotta ask you: Did your copy of the DVD have really terrible black levels? Like, yeah. Like your blacks getting crushed. Like when you saw it on screen, it was just not inky. Like it was really. Yeah. The black it, it, levels it, were just bad. Yeah. Uh, well, they were inconsistent. I found. Yeah. Every now and then, you'd get a scene with some good black levels, but other ones, it was just. Yeah, you could you tell know, it was really murky. Whoever's doing the lighting was really amateurish with it. Yeah. I mean, it was a movie, I thought, that definitely had potential. Definitely. That's what I wrote down, man, was lost potential. Just, there was so many, I don't, you you could feel the low budget of it. 
I gotta Definitely. say, that whole scene with the kid building birdhouses or whatever. Remember he goes I out know. in the woods. No, yeah. but you remember when he he looks across. The yeah, field or, guy just. That was kind of eerie, man. Just because how far was. away it was like staring at him. Yeah. And then he goes back, and obviously no one believes him. But that leads to the one of the creepiest scenes, man. Remember when? I don't remember. I don't remember if it was the no, it was the the babysitter. Remember she's sitting in the closet. And yeah. She looks over and you see. And yeah, he's just kind of like right there. And he licks her face. Remember? Yeah, it's like oh. Yeah, he was creepy looking, like really creepy looking there. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. What did you um, think of the design of this dude slash creature, though? I really liked the design. I would have gone away from you know how he had a cane. Yeah. I would have left that out personally. Did you like his like steampunk goggles or whatever? I thought I thought those were kind of neat. Yeah. <laughs> you know, but then again, you know that that also kind of went into the I didn't know if he was supposed to be supernatural or whether he was supposed to be like just like a crazy guy. Yeah. This, you know, uh, that, well, I knew he was. Uh, what, what, I'm still not sure though, because the thing is though, when you see his hands, you think it's something supernatural because they're long yeah. fingers. But then when you see him in the light, his skin, yeah. he looks like a normal guy. It's I don't I don't yeah. I'm still not completely sure what the deal is with it. Um, yeah. But I do gotta say it was, I did enjoy it. It's one of those ones where. I'm glad I have it because I I will watch yeah. it again. Yeah, I know what you mean. It's it's not wasted. Yeah, you think you'll ever watch Pop It In again or no? Nah? Yeah, I think I probably will. I mean, you know, it's um, it's just a fun little time, honestly. You know. And what did you think of like the Freddy like nursery rhyme that he has? I, he has his own little nursery rhyme. I I didn't really dig it. It was it was there. You know, it it was something that happened <laughs> what did you think of the decision by the way to cast that really young looking black kid as the cop i he looked I, like he just stepped out of a high school musical yeah um i didn't buy that yeah he looked way too young to be a cop he, he did he, he really did and i never got it was he supposed to be gay oh i don't know because there's that whole part of the beginning, it's like, it's like uh, yeah, yeah, I love a man in uniform, and now I am one. And it's like, okay, yeah, so that's... if he's supposed to be gay, you know, who cares? Like, yeah, they should, yeah. E- either, either pay it off, make it like, he has, like his boyfriend or whatever shows up or something, or ignore it completely. Yeah. You know, it's one of those things, it, it seems almost like they threw it in. Like oh well you know we have we have a black gay character, you yeah. know, it's I don't know it it seemed a bit off to me but that's just me you know. Yeah, did you like the whole the finale? It was like the wooden corridors or like wooden hallways or whatever. I I thought it I thought it was a neat visual. Yeah. But it was a thing. I, I can't really think of a reason why it would actually be there. Yeah. That, you know, yeah. I like a bit of, you know, common sense as to why something is there, you know? Yeah, and I do like the whole idea of that death mask. Yeah. Like, that I whole that, scene uh, where he's standing there with that mask, and you see him, like, getting ready to grab his head, and then he runs away. Yeah, I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah. That's another you thing know? about this killer man. He seems really easy to get away from. 
Yeah. Like, if he's at the point where he's licking your face and you can still get away from him. Yeah. um, And and I always thought this. Like, obviously, I guess the idea is he can't see. Yeah. You know? So, why, like, stand very still and throw a rock. Yeah. You know, somewhere far from this. You could just run up and beat him. You don't even got to stand still. Yeah. I mean, he's blind. I know. But, um, <laughs> That's kind of bad, actually. One thing that there was, I don't know if you considered a twist, but there's almost two villains in this. Yeah. That woman that lives in the woods or whatever. Yeah. She was almost creepier to me than the actual child eater was. Yeah. Like, one of the now, creepiest scenes in it is, you remember when he's, I think he's in a closet or something, or he's in mm-hmm. something, and he looks up and there's like a, a mirror I remember the yeah. woman, she, like, looks in the mirror and s- their eyes connect through the yeah. mirror. I remember yeah. she, like, looks evil as hell. And you're yeah. sitting there thinking, like, oh, my God, he's fucked. Then all of a sudden you see the child eater just kill her. Yeah. Like, I mean, it's the sort of thing they should have. If you're going to go with that kind of idea of, like, you know, sort of like the obsessed character, like the, the Dr. Loomis, if you will. Yeah. You know, you need you need to you need to pay it off. Yeah. You know, no, I didn't, I didn't look one, at her yeah. as a Sam Loomis. I consider no. her evil from the from the jump. Yeah, now. yeah, that's true. I think the idea was, you know, she was supposed to be a Sam Loomis-type character. You know what I think this was? Or I actually know for a fact this was a little short film that somebody yeah. saw and wanted him to make uh, a feature, feature like? out of it. I think they added all that to kind of pad it out. Because I wouldn't I think be surprised. If you just had the child eater, this thing would only be like forty minutes, even at that, you know. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's always the sort of thing when you, if you take something that's essentially a short and then stretch it out. I mean, yeah. you have to get you have to get the padding from somewhere, don't you? Yeah. Well, Baskin is the same case. That was like a ten-minute yeah. short film, and then they made it yeah. a feature. But Baskin has done a lot better. Yeah. And that's one thing. I'm going to finish up my review on Child Eater with this, that if this thing had a bigger budget, it would be awesome. Like, if they were able to get better scenery... Yeah. and Not even better scenery, but more of a mix of... Like, a bigger scope, you know? Yeah. Like, we saw the woods and the wooden closet and stuff. We saw that throughout the whole movie. Yeah. And it's, like, dark. This movie is just... Like, the lighting, it's... You're kind of struggling to see what the hell's going on, and yeah, yeah, it's just dull. That's the word I'm looking for. The the, the surrounding is just dull. Yeah, and it's this sort of thing. It always annoys me when there's so much like, you know, potential there, and then it it doesn't get used. Yeah, yeah. This thing, Mm -hmm. I wish years down the road it does get a remake. Yeah, from an actual Hollywood company that would yeah. do something millions put into it because yeah. this character or this villain yeah has so much potential it's like why are why wouldn't uh blumhouse put this out instead of the bye-bye man yeah like, this would have been such a better bye-bye man type thing you know yeah and honestly let like this could be i don't want to say the next freddy krueger but you know it has franchise material. This dude yeah, is definitely. Uh, memorable. That's one thing I give the guy. He's a memorable character. He looks creepy. Yeah. The budget to this was shit, but he looked good. Yeah. Um, 
you know, even like a lot of movies where they, a lot of these movies, like they looks good, but the hands look bad. Yeah. Like with a lot of these creatures or monster makeup, they always never seem to get the hands right. Yeah. They make them too bulky. Either that or like too long and you could tell they're rubber or whatever. And yeah, the hands actually looked pretty decent on this character. Yeah. Yeah, they did. And they, yeah, I mean, I would, I, if they put out a, chi- a child eater too, I'd pick it up. Um, yeah. I don't think yeah. they will because I don't think this movie got much love at all. I wouldn't, I don't think so. Well, it's 2016, I think, so. What's weird though is. It's still you, pretty new. Yeah, do you collect, or do you pick up Horror Hound and Rue Morgue every month? Yeah. Do you remember seeing articles about this? I don't remember seeing any. Rue Morgue had a one-page article in it, like two or three issues back. Yeah, it was like a one-page thing on it, and that's when I fir- first heard about it. And then yeah. Horror, Horror Hound did like, it, it wasn't even an article, it was like a little upcoming thing. Yeah. And I read that, and I remember I looked at, first of all, the name is what got me. Yeah. The name's awesome. And B, the uh, whole, uh, the cover of it, I love that cover. I know, it's a very... So that's one of those things, it's still almost like a blind buy to me, because I've only heard one reviewer on YouTube talk about it. Yeah. So, I mean, that's why kind of why I wanted to do the show on it, too, because I can put money on it that there's not a single podcast that has covered Child Eater, you know what I mean? Yeah, I'm quite sure of that. It's one of those things, too, where it'd be cool to have, like, see if we could find the director on Facebook or wherever. Yeah. And, like, you know, send it to him or something, because it's, like, it is a, an indie movie. I mean, MVD Visual put this out, who does all Wild Eye and all that. Yeah. It's, like, you know, this movie is good enough to where it needs more love than it's getting. Yeah, I, I don't agree. know if you feel the same. I don't know if you thought it was mediocre, but... No, I mean, I, I thought it was pretty decent, you know. Um... As far as low budget indie movies go yeah this is a it's almost as good as you can get with low budget horror yeah i mean you're not gonna you know going into this that you're not gonna be getting you know like hollywood quality yeah like acting and everything and stuff but that's you know kind of part of the charm with low budget stuff isn't it definitely and one thing too that i the the name of this movie is a lot more mean-spirited than the movie is, you know? Yeah. Like, I feel like if you're going to have a name like Child Eater... He should damn well eat some children. Yeah, and if you're not going to eat children, at least have something more brutal than bloody eyes, you know? Yeah. Like, for some reason, if a movie is named Child Eater, I feel like it should be... That's your excuse to just go as mean-spirited and brutal as you want, you know? Yeah. I mean, if yeah. you've already got people looking past Child Eater... Yeah. <laughs> I mean, they're, they're down for it, you know what I mean? Yeah, indeed. And it's the sort of thing, I mean, I guess there's always that thing, you know, almost, it's almost like an unsung taboo about, like, killing off children in movies and everything. Yeah, that's why I love it when it happens. Oh, yeah, that, I always dug, um, and I can't, I can never remember if it was The Burning or if it was, um, um, uh, Sleepaway Camp, where a bunch of, like, little toddlers get taken out. Huh. I don't remember. I, I, it might be Sleepaway Camp. 
I don't know. I, I can't. Know it's not one or the other. I know it's not Sleepaway Camp. Yeah, I it, just it doesn't. That recently. Yeah, it doesn't show it, but like it's like seriously hinted at that like a bunch of like, you know. Well, you got what Friday little, the Thirteenth Part Six too. Remember? Yeah. That was the first time you actually see campers at the camp. Yeah, I remember that were Jason's actually old walking enough. around it and so. But, yeah. Um, the uh, yeah this. I really, and this, it's priced perfectly, this movie, too, you know? Oh, de- yeah. I bought yeah. it when it first came out, and for 11 or 12 bucks, you can't complain. No. You know? No, I mean, even as a complete blind buy at that price, you know. Yeah. And yeah, this it, is another it's... short one. What is this? This is an hour and 22 minutes. Yeah. And it, I do it... got to give that about this movie. Did mm-hmm. it fly by for you, too? It seemed to, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, I it was finished. And I was like, that that's it. Like like, it, you know, like I feel like I've just sat down. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, that's, I mean, that's all I really gotta say about Child Eater. It was a really fun watch. Uh, I'll probably bust it out once every few years. Check it out again. Yeah, I mean, it, it's the sort of thing I would I'd like to see a bigger budget for it. Yeah. You know, um, I you know you know what this seems like to me. This seems like a good proof of concept. Yeah, exactly, like this. You, be... you you make this, and then like, then a studio would look at it and say, "Well, okay, you see what he what he's done here. You know, yeah. let, let's give him X amount of dollars or whatever, and see what he can do with a bigger budget and everything." Right, and this, uh, you know? yeah, this. It definitely. It's it's a shame though because I don't think that's gonna happen because this is the feature length version, of yeah, the short version already, and I don't know. But this would do really good with like a really stylish director like Guillermo del Toro or something. Oh, like Guillermo would work wonders with a story like this. I know, and he could make that child eater look that much more creepy. It just the visuals yeah. seem up his alley. And yeah, be definitely. able to add some flair to the surroundings. Yeah, and also, it. let's be honest, he'd have kids being eaten. Oh, definitely. He he probably wouldn't show it. Yeah. But he would have it. Yeah. Getting back to the kids being uh, killed in movies, my favorite mm-hmm. one is definitely Toxic Avenger. Oh, yeah. The kid falls <laughs> off and gets his head smashed by a car. I know. That 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 is such a classic scene. It really is. Yeah. Oh, and also talking about kids getting killed in movies. Um, have you heard from the San Diego Comic Con the the scene that they showed from the new It movie, where they have um, it's it's showing that he's actually eaten the people. Oh wow! No, I didn't see that yet. Yeah, like um. What what's the the black kid in the movie called? Um, Mike Mike, he's being like bullied and he looks over and he sees Pennywise in the distance, and he waves to him, but not with his hand. He's holding like a kid's arm, and he's chewing on it. Is this on YouTube? No, it it was only at San Diego Comic Con, from what I know. Oh, but so it's you gonna, didn't see it. I didn't see it, but that's but I've I've been hearing a lot about it. You know, okay. and like he like he waves at him with like the severed hand of like some child. It'll have to get released soon. 
Yeah. They're going to because, I mean, they're already releasing leaked footage of Infinity War and all yeah. that. So. Yeah. It'll get, someone uh, videotaped it and is going to release it. Oh, I'm, I'm, sure. I'm sure. I hope so. Because um, that, that was one thing also in the original It miniseries that was sort of, you know, you never really saw any kids get eaten or anything. No, and uh, Buschetti or whatever his name is did say this is yeah. he emphasized hard R. Yeah, so, so. we're gonna get some stuff. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So let's finish this up with our last segment. What's the one movie you would uh, recommend to a newcomer? One movie I'm gonna go with this time is probably Demons. Uh, okay. Yeah, I mean, it's one of those movies that. You know, cheesy fun. Yeah, exactly. And you know, it's it's heavier on the gore than yeah. than some of the other ones I've recommended. But you know, when you're getting into horror, you know, gore is a big part of it. Yeah. You know, and it's almost like the gore in Demons is entry level gore, though, to where that yeah. would introduce you to the whole gore hound type. Yeah. You know it. Yeah, it's not American guinea pig or something, you know, and um, it's it's just a and it's just a fun movie. Yeah, you know, especially if you're drunk. Yeah, get drunk and watch Demons. You'll have the time of your life. I think I was the first time I saw it actually. Yeah, yeah, that's that's the way to go about it. I think definitely. Robert Paul showed it to me. Yeah, and you're just kind of like, oh wow, and then that that one scene that comes up in in the the bathroom. Where she's got that boil. Oh yeah. Yeah, watching that and like if you, if you happen to be drinking at the time, not necessarily the best thing because that's quite a creamy scene to say the least. But yeah, definitely. Yeah, so that's what I'd go with. Oh, okay, that's a good choice. Yeah, I'd, I'd have to say Tale of Two Sisters. I mean, only yeah. because a it's one of my top five favorite films of all time. And mm-hmm. B, especially if you haven't seen The Uninvited. Yeah. Like, if you've never seen that, the twists... Have, have you seen this or no? Yeah. Um, the twists uh, blew my mind yeah. first time I saw them. Yeah. Uh, the first time I saw it, um, I, I don't know. I, I, I want to say I saw the ending coming. Yeah. But, you know... That might have just been because you know I've seen I've seen a lot of movies with twist endings. Yeah. You know, so I I sort of saw it coming that way. Um, but I I, I dug it. It was a good movie. Yeah. And you it know, just I, it's, it's like one of those ones where if you're going to get into Asian horror too, that's oh, one yeah. of the first it, stops a, you make. Definitely a good entry point for Asian horror. Yeah, because it's not too terrifying. It has some freaky moments, but. Yeah, it's a lot of psychological stuff. It, yeah, it's slow enough to where you could follow it with the subtitles and all that. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Anyways, <laughs> yeah, we haven't yep. even uh, figured out what we're gonna do for next week's episode, but no. I'm gonna go ahead and uh, stop it here, and then for the people listening, we'll. Uh, I guess you'll find out when we post what our next episode will be. Yeah. But uh, we're going to discuss that right after the recording of this. But anyways, I'm Corey's Crypt. This BDG Reviews. Peace. Peace.